Driving plays a big part in driving the local economy. It helps us all get where we're going and creates good jobs close to home. At Synovus Energy, our refineries in Toledo and Lima are a reliable domestic source of gasoline, diesel, and jet fuel. Plus, more than 2,300 employees and contractors work for us here in Ohio. See how we're helping local communities move forward at synovus.com. Driving plays a big part in driving the local economy. It helps us all get where we're going and creates good jobs close to home. At Synovus Energy, our refineries in Toledo and Lima are a reliable domestic source of gasoline, diesel, and jet fuel. Plus, more than 2,300 employees and contractors work for us here in Ohio. See how we're helping local communities move forward at synovus.com. Let's say you just bought a house. Bad news is, you're one step closer to becoming your parents. You'll proudly mow the lawn. Ask if anybody noticed you mowed the lawn. Tell people to stay off the lawn. Compare it to your neighbor's lawn. And complain about having to mow the lawn again. Good news is, it's easy to bundle home and auto through Progressive and save on your car insurance. Which, of course, will go right into the lawn. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and other insurers. Discount not available in all states or situations. Let's say you just bought a house. Bad news is, you're one step closer to becoming your parents. You'll proudly mow the lawn. Ask if anybody noticed you mowed the lawn. Tell people to stay off the lawn. Compare it to your neighbor's lawn. And complain about having to mow the lawn again. Good news is, it's easy to bundle home and auto through Progressive and save on your car insurance. Which, of course, will go right into the lawn. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and other insurers. Discount not available in all states or situations. Raiders! Oakland, L.A., Oakland, Vegas, Raider Nation, wherever, forever! You got your old Uncle Mosh and Raiders fan radio from Murph's Man Cave, taking a lighter journey into the dark side. Sit back, put your feet up, pop a top, and enjoy the ride. Here we go! We miss you, we love you, and we'll see you in the Hall of Fame. When you have great coaches, then after you have great coaches, you get great players, you have a great organization. And you tell them one thing, just win, baby. Way up the middle, intercepted to the piano at the 50, time running down. Houston football, and I think Houston victory. The Houston Raiders have scored on the most famous, unbelievable, absolutely impossible dream of a play. Well, I love this team. I think this team can win. I think this team can win. It's actually a clearer picture, so... You can see clearly now the rain is gone? Yeah, 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 yeah. There's there's no obstacles in your way? No, 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 no. Am I the rainbow you've been waiting on? Uh, I don't know about all that. (laughs) Q-Dog says you're 10 too, bro. All right. Uh, Yes, Adam, I was sleeping on the job. I took a short little nap, but I'm good. Yes, you did. So we got Uncle Marshall. So thank you guys so much for joining us and being patient with us. Let me hit the chat one more time. I see Pirate in there, uh, Herman Munster, Ichigo, Dirty 30, Running Bear, uh, Adam Hill, of course, Ron, Sean Grogan, Chris Potts. Uh, Thank you guys so much for joining us. 
here for another episode of Raiders Fan Radio. So before this whole thing, uh, you know, goes up in flames <laughs> once again, <laughs> let me welcome to the uh, to Murph's Fan Cave the one and only Uncle Mosh. Hey, it's good to be here. You know, I I uh, I joined the chat earlier because I was bored, and uh, <laughs> I found out that you know I told him last week we had we had great numbers. Every time we have audio issues at the beginning. We have great numbers. Yeah, it's like we give everybody a chance to kind of like find their way into the yeah, uh, into, yeah, yeah. into the stream here or whatever. So yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, so and and Sean Sean piped in. He said, "You know, Murphy says you still got a face meant for radio." I, but, thank you very but much. It's, but do. it's much clearer face. <laughs> thank you. And you as well, Uncle Mosh. You got the uh, the HD, the super HD working. Yeah, over yeah, there yeah. As well. I'm working it. I'm working, You're working it. Over yeah. there. All right. So thanks, guys, for joining us here for episode number one eleven of Raiders Fan Radio. Got a lot to get to tonight. We're fired up tonight. We're gonna we're gonna talk. Talk fast, move fast, because that's what we do. And there's so much content, even though it's the off season, man. It, uh, you know, it's like I always say, like when I go to work, like when, when do I, you say that? When I take a day off from work, I say just because I take a day off doesn't mean that things stop rolling. Like that, the, it keeps on going, man. Just because the Raiders season is over doesn't mean that uh, that that it's over here on Raiders Fan Radio. There's just so much, so much to get to. And uh, so I'm not even going to give you a rundown because it would take me 20 minutes to tell you what the rundown is for here on the show. So we're just going to jump right into it. So first and foremost, welcome. Thank you. Uh, and, and thank you to Uncle Mosh for joining uh, me here in Murph's Fan Cave. Hey, glad to be here. Can't think of anywhere else I'd like to be on a Wednesday night at uh, 6.53 yeah. than here with you. That, thank you. Yeah. And you've been working all day. You've been you've been, you've been working you've been all day, after man. it all day long. And so I'm exhausted. So, yeah, but you're you're exhausted and feisty. So thank you for still making. Well, Raiders you know, there's, there's some stuff that just just puts a burr under my saddle. <laughs> and you you know? know, yeah. And we'll talk about it. We'll later. talk about all that. All right. So, uh, uh, so first, a little bit of housekeeping. Uh, you can always find our show at anywhere you can find a podcast. And of course, uh, as you know, you can find us here. On, uh, on on the YouTube that is youtube.com slash Murph's fan cave uh, and anywhere that you could find a podcast like Apple Podcasts, you could find us there at Murph's fan cave and Mosh we have updated our app finally so now when you find uh, the app for Murph's fan cave and Raiders fan radio it just says Murph's fan cave that's M-U-R-F-S fan cave you can go to the uh google play store and type in murph's fan cave and that gets you the app for free and you get all the shows that are on our network so that gets you this show raiders fan radio that gets you the fan club blitz with splatterhead mikey and fitz and chris potts at the halftime show and then that gets you uh uh what else did i say mondays with mikey murphy mondays with my- you said you said uh you added mikey to the to the i had mikey to the fan club blitz I'm yeah. all over the place. This thing, this audio thing got me all messed up. Anyways, you get our three shows. You know what they are. So appreciate <laughs> those of you that support the show in that way. Please get that app if you're an Android listener, and please subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts if you listen that way. All right, boys and girls, pay attention. You got your old Uncle Mosh here with an update. That's right. I got some stuff for you. Take out a piece of paper, a pencil, a pen. Ah, uh, heck, use your pocket knife and carve the info into your dashboard as you're driving down the highway. First off, you need to like us on our fan page on Facebook. That's right. Go to Facebook at Raiders Fan Radio Podcast. Don't forget about the Twitter. You know your old Uncle Mosh. He twits now. That's right. 
go to at Raiders Fan Radio. Also, don't forget the Instagram, at Raiders Fan Radio. Or what about our website? That's right, RaidersFanRadio.com. Heck, if you want to, you if you want to, if you want to, you can even email us, show at RaidersFanRadio.com, or call us. On the Raiders Fan Radio Hotline, 909-345-3346. That's 909-345-3346. Don't forget Merv's Fan Cave on the YouTube where you can get all the show links like the Fan Club Blitz with Splatterhead and Fitz. Find all our stuff on podcast providers like Stitcher, iTunes, and Google Play. All right, did I hit the time limit? Good. All right, guys, thanks again for joining us here on uh, in Murph Fan Cave for another episode of Raiders Fan Radio. And, you know, Uncle Mosh, uh, before we get going, we always like to give some respect at the top of the show. You know, we don't give props. We don't give shout-outs. We give respect. And uh, there's a lot of respect to uh, come from us today uh, from, from Murph and Mosh. And uh, first and foremost, Uncle Mosh, we want to give respect to a guy that is in the chat room tonight, and I'm talking about Kevin, the Raider nerd. Kevin, I'm glad you're in the chat room tonight because Kevin sent us a package, and you have the package over there, and yeah. so let's go ahead and let's open hey, it up hey, here. Hey, wait, you're talking about my package? Hey, this, one, this wouldn't be the first time you've showed your package. Oh, here on man. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it is the first one. That's what got us kicked off of YouTube that last time. Nice, nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So anyway, so there's a uh, there's our package from Kevin the Raider Nerd, and uh, rip into it there, Mosh, and let's see what we got. Okay, so nice. there you go, yeah, nice. Uncle Mosh. For those of you that are uh, on the audio version here, listening in, what do we got there? Oh, Describe nice. what you got, what you got okay. going on there, Mosh. So, please. so what I got here is I got I got some I got a couple of t-shirts. Nice. Okay, and it's ah oh, sweet. Sweet, sweet, sweet. I guess this one's yours because it's a small. It's a double uh, medium. No. <laughs> yeah. And basically, let me show it to the camera. Show it. It says, uh, it's nice. It's It says the ATL. Up higher. Right, up right, higher. Right, right, up right. higher. It's up higher. Up, up higher. Up, up, oh, there up. you go. Yep. They, oh, cool. Look at that. ATL 2018 Booster Club. Yeah, but check this sweet. out. Okay. On the back. Oh, <laughs> that's awesome. That's that for you, bro. Awesome, thank you. Thank and you very much. And mine is in is in a, a real people size. Yeah, that's a and uh, yeah. yeah, it's in medium. And, it's, it's a uh, double medium as yeah, well. Yeah, it's a double medium. There you go. Cool. And uh, yeah, yeah. Ah, oh, we love it. We we absolutely uh, love swag. And thank you so much. You guys are so generous. To very us ge- amazing. We appreciate it. And uh, generous. Yes. Thank yeah. At the next chance I get in, uh, like when I have to go run away to go potty or something, I'll, uh, I'll throw I'll it swap on out of the, uh, the coveted Tatum Jersey here. And that Q dog <laughs> spotted right away and, uh, put this on. Awesome. Or I might awesome. just put this on over it. You, might you, put know? It on you over never it. know. You're, you're, you're never you're know. not afraid to layer. Uh-uh. No, I'm all about layering. You're all about layering. So, yeah, so thank you, Kevin. That is very, very we kind. Appreciate. We really appreciate that. And, and so many of you have sent us some amazing gifts. Uh, you know, everything from Little Murph to uh, the, the shirts from uh, from Dallas-Fort Worth from DFW, Defenders of Silver and Black. Oh, my gosh, uh, yes. We've gotten just uh, the, the flag that's uh, – actually, it's behind me now, this one here. Uh, that was from King Louie. That was from the London game this year. Uh, and, and I'm sure oh, the I'm – stickers le- on my – on the, the, yeah, uh, the pin on y- my Yeah, the silver, from- so, uh, silver and Black. So I'm sure we're leaving people out, too, because we've got oh, my so- card. My card this week, my sistrunk card. 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, uh, just when Johnny made you a graphic uh, of Otis Sistrunk with a University of Mars yeah, card. Yeah. An incredible, credible card. And so, well, so thank you, Kevin. And so while we're on that topic of people sending us stuff, and look, this is not I'm not lobbying for people to send us stuff. You're very generous, and thank you. And please don't, you know, whatever. I want people to be obligated to like be sending us stuff. Um, but it's really cool when you do. We'll be glad to show it and share it. So there's something that uh, a listener uh, hit us up with and said, um, Tio Mosh, in his shot, uh, was looking a little empty behind him and that he needed to have something else uh, behind him to complement his, his shot. So what I, uh, so he said, I've got an extra sign. If you'd like me to send you this sign, then I will, and, and then maybe you guys could put it up behind Uncle Mosh. So gladly, uh, we accepted this gift, and I've uh, framed it and hung it up behind Uncle Mosh, and as soon as he gets his shirt on here, I will flip the camera over <laughs> so you can see it. I'm going to flip it over. <laughs> here we go. You ready? All right, there you go. So now Uncle Mosh has got his uh, ATL shirt, his ATL Booster Club shirt on. And then look at the sign behind him here. It's the Welcome to Ve- it's the Welcome to Las Vegas Raiders, and it's really really cool there. So thank you, listener Ruben. Appreciate you sharing that sh- that uh, um, <laughs> appreciate you sharing that sign with us. And I put it over there next to the Stay in Oakland sign. And you know, Mosh, I put up a picture of that of the picture of the signs together yeah. on our, on our socials earlier this week. And a lot of people said to me, well, isn't that kind of contradictory to have those? And my answer to that is no, because we embrace the entirety of the Raiders. We embrace their future and we're not going to forget their past. I got that stay in Oakland signed in Oakland, in the Oakland, at the Oakland Coliseum at a Raider game. Like I have a lot of memories tied to that sign. I'm not just going to dispatch it just because, you know, they didn't stay in Oakland. So uh, I think it's very appropriate to have the welcome to Las Vegas sign over there with the stay in Oakland sign. So again, we're all about inclusivity, not exclusivity. And we like it all, man. And we like it all. If it's Raider related, we like it. So oh, man, anyway, yeah. absolutely. Absolutely. You know, it's funny. Uh, they were, they were, the guys in the chat were picking on me a little bit, said that uh, I look like Rex Ryan. I just want to go on record as saying Rex Ryan looks like me. Rex Ryan looks like you. And in fact, it was so funny because back when Rob, uh, uh, Rob Ryan, Rob Ryan. Yeah. Not right. When Rob Ryan Ryan. was the defensive coordinator for the Raiders. Right. You had long hair. Right. Exactly. Just like he does. And it was like, I mean, you guys were a dead ringer for one another. It was crazy how much you looked like of him wearing a headset. Uh, on the sidelines, and his hair was wild, and my hair was a little bit longer than it is now, and of course it's 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 Pete Koch colored, silver and black, and uh, I sent it to my wife. I said, "Hey," and she goes, "Oh, are you doing a show tonight?" <laughs> and I'm like, "Honey, that's not me." Uh, that's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah, it, uh, Uncle Mosh definitely, uh, and Rob Ryan definitely look a lot like each other. Um, okay, so so thank you to those of you. Thank you again, Kevin, and thank you, Ruben, for sending us those gifts. It's incredibly, Absolutely. incredibly thoughtful of you, and uh, and we we appreciate them. Um, all right, next up, some respect that we want to give to. Uh, I want to give give a quick a little bit of respect to everybody that collaborated with us in 2018. Uh, The guys at the fan club blitz that I mentioned earlier, uh, uh, Chris Potts, uh, you know, and, and and Bill Mackey do the halftime show of the fan club blitz. And then of course the hosts of that show are Chuck Splatter, Ed McCann, uh, Tom and, 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 and Fitz. And so thank you to those of you. And, and you guys did a great job in 2018, the inaugural show that I, what I didn't have anything to do with on the Murph's fan case. 
Cave Network. You guys did a great job uh, this year on the Fan Club Blitz. And, and thanks, Potts, for all the kind words you had uh, to say for us and what, what Mosh and I do. Uh, we appreciate you, man. Uh, feelings are mutual. And, and uh, they gave you a lot of props, too, this week, Mosh, for being the uh, official member of the uh, New Jersey chapter of the Black man. Hole. So uh, ho- it's, That's so huge. That's so it's huge. It's pretty cool, man. It's yeah. pretty cool. So thank you to you guys uh, for being collaborators with us here and Murph's Fan Cave. And then also, of course, Mikey, um, you know, I, I, Mikey's been such a huge influence on what we do, and especially with this whole YouTube thing. And uh, he's become a good friend and a great collaborator. So I definitely want to give him respect. And uh, had a, had a great time working with him in 2018. We're kind of on hiatus now uh, for the Mondays with Mikey and Murph show. Now that the season's over, we'll do it every every month or so. But uh, for right now, we're we're kind of taking a break from that from the the weekly episodes. And then last, I want to thank Kevin from the Phantom Podcast Network. Kevin, the Raider nerd, he and his uh, and his co-host Kyle have been very welcoming to me on their network and we welcome them kevin has now been in the fan cave he's the first official uh uh, guest other than david northrup to be here in the fan cave so uh so thank you to to all of you that collaborated with us and and worked with us uh here uh, with murph's fan cave and raiders fan radio thank you guys very very yeah and absolutely biggest fan biggest thanks of all biggest respect of all goes out to our fans because if it wasn't for our fans, we wouldn't be doing it. Absolutely, you know, and that's what and that's who we do it for. That's what it's all about. All the listeners, all the people you know? in the in the in the in the chat right now, you guys are the best, and absolutely so. And really, if you think about it, they're collaborators as well. I mean, sure. Everybody in the sure. chat room right now is a collaborator because we feed off of what you guys uh, give us. So the more comments, uh, you know, we we're, we're watching you and we're we're talking to you all week long, and then it just kind of all comes to uh, to a head here on on every episode of Raiders Fan Radio. Uh, all right, one last one that I want to give out, Uncle Mosh, is, as far as respect goes. I want to give respect to your other favorite nephew. Uh, that is the former co-host of this show, Sonny. As a lot of you know, Sonny left uh, Raiders Fan Radio to take a break to focus on work, and part of his work is working with youth, and he was focusing on music, on a new music program that he developed for the youth that he works with. For those of you that don't know, Sonny is a drug and alcohol addictions counselor, and he really innovated this music program to you know help uh, at-risk youth work through a lot of their issues, and instead of having them sit down and journal their feelings... He, they write lyrics and they, you know, and they make beats and they, they put music together. They make songs and as part of their, their therapy, well, Sonny submitted these things to, uh, basically it's a Grammy associated, um, uh, a foundation where they, they take, you know, youth in that, uh, that are at risk like that. And, and they take submissions of, of different songs and then they, um, they award a winner and the winner of this contest gets to go to the grammys or freaking sunny won. that's awesome he's that's crazy he cool. submitted three songs three kids three songs all of them finished in the top three wow it's amazing that's so amazing. they're all going to the grammys here in uh in uh in early february so much respect to Sonny. You know, we were we you know we hated to see him leave the show, but he left for the right reasons, and the fruit is being bared for what he's doing with those right, kids. Right, right, right. It's amazing. So major, major uh, uh, respect to him, and uh, and pretty cool stuff there, man. Pretty cool stuff. Uncle that Mosh. is awesome. That's so cool. You know, I, I might actually watch the Grammys. <laughs> no, yeah. I mean I haven't yeah. watched. I, I, don't, I don't. You know, I'm I'm kind of in the entertainment industry, and I I just don't do award shows. You know, yeah, I don't do them. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, yeah. I, I want to. If you if you want to do an award show and talk about what you're awarding, 
Keep your politics out of it. Hey, I'm all over it. Yeah. You know, but yeah. uh, I I mean, it's probably been you don't, 20. You don't do well with mixed messages. I, no. With, with anything. No, with nothing. With nothing. You know, t- you know I, don't, <laughs> I don't do subtext. <laughs> you don't do subtext. No, nah, man. Tell me what's on your mind and let's move well, on. Let's, move let's on. slug each other and then go eat a pizza. <laughs> you know? So, uh, but I would do it for Sonny. Absolutely. Absolutely. Abs- Family first. Absolutely. Good deal. And so, uh, congratulations again to him. All right. Last thing, Uncle Mosh. And then before we get into some real life Raider talk. Uh, just to give you a quick wrap-up or rundown of what you can expect from us here in the coming months, all right? We're uh, kind of in a transitional period because the season's over. Unfortunately, the Raiders' season is done. Uh, so we're going to do a few things. So, number one, I'm going to do a, a vlog, for lack of a better uh, What's term. that? Like a video blog, right? Oh, nice. So I'm going to do a... It's really like, you know, you see these shows on, on, on YouTube or whatever where it's like a guide to this. Or a oh, guide yeah, yeah, to yeah. That. I love that. All right. We're going to do a guide to the draft in Nashville. So as for those of you that don't know, Uncle Mosh and I are from originally from the Bay Area. We're from San Jose. Uh, we now currently reside in, in Middle Tennessee where the draft is. And we're going to be all up in Nashville for the draft. Prior to the draft, though, we thought it would be cool to put together like a thing for a thing for Raiders fans that are coming into town sure, because there's sure. a lot of Raider fans that are coming into town. A lot of you are going to be uh, kind of a part of whatever it is that we do with our live broadcast, uh, and a lot of you are just coming to, 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 to be there for the draft, and uh, more importantly for the draft than us. But you get what I'm saying. So I thought it'd be fun to put together like a video blog to, to kind of talk about the city a little bit for Raider Nation well, we kind of decided we're going to go a little bit more than just for Raider Nation. It'll just kind of be for NFL fans coming into town. But Raider Nation, you know what's up, and you know who we'll be representing uh, in terms of that. But anyways, our buddy Jeff the Raider fan, or Jeff the Raider fan, Jeff the, <laughs> Jeff the, Titan Jeff the fan. Titans fan, is going to help me with that. So Jeff, uh, that uh, some of you may remember, he helped us out uh, at the tailgate. Sure that we had in Tennessee uh, a couple of years ago now. And so anyway, so Jeff is going to uh, ride shotgun with me in that endeavor. And we're going to do a, you know, Raiders fan radio guide to kind of a to, diners, drive-ins and dives kind of a thing. There you go. We're exactly. Gonna go yeah. and, and we're going to hit some great places to eat and, and uh, you know, have some fun with that. And uh, that'll, that'll rock, man. Some of the, some of the honky tonks and some of the places to eat and some of the good hotels. And I mean, just all, there's so much in this so town much. that that would be, that would be, really be it's like a psa and, and thank it's a, you it's a psa it. yes and um and we're because we're going to do venues we'll show you oh, nissan yeah, stadium yeah, and a yeah. sand amphitheater and a music city center and all the places where the draft is going to be sure because the draft is going to be all over this dang city so we're just going to kind of show you the different spots there and uh and so it, it should be pretty cool it should be a that'll be fun yeah it should be a fun uh fun time doing that yeah, sorry right. i wasn't invited well of course you're invited no but- no no it's all right now, Uncle Mosh, I've, I've got sick days. No, that's okay. Oh my gosh! You, <laughs> you don't, don't. Sonny used to do this to me, and I'd be like, "Dude, you're automatically invited to everything. Like, you don't have to wait for me to invite you." Uh, I know, right? Because we got family members that'll do that. Yeah, I know. Hey, yeah. How come you didn't come over? You mean for Christmas? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like I wasn't invited. Oh, really? Yeah, you got to have an invite. You gotta, yeah, you're automatically. I remember invited. one time when I was a kid, I was living with you guys. You were about four. I was living with your your mom and dad and you and uh uh we were having we we're preparing for thanksgiving right i mean i was i was 
living there in your home. Yeah. And your uh, your mom goes, well, we're going to have, you know, we're going to have Grandma Lois over and Mike and, and Uncle Bruz, and we're going to have all these people over. And I'm like, oh, cool, cool, cool. And she goes, you need to bring beans. <laughs> Excuse me. I live here. I, I, I pay my portion of the food. What do you mean I got to bring beans? I got to bring beans. <laughs> I got some beans for you. Oh, my gosh. All right. Uh, one last thing real fast. Uh, for those of you who remember last year, we did an episode right at the end of the season called The Fannies. The Fannies are our awards. So speaking of award shows, that's our award shows. Yeah. The Raiders Fan Radio Fannies. It's a very tongue-in-cheek look back at the season. We had some really, really fun I awards. watched that one. <laughs> you watch that one, yeah. And uh, it was great, man. We had a lot of fun putting the fannies together. Uh, Uncle Mosh and I are going to do another um, episode of the fannies. We'll, we'll have that coming. But we're not going to do it until after the NFL season is done. Sure. Uh, there's still so much content going on, still so much to talk about in terms of the Raiders that we didn't want to interrupt that right. by doing our own little shtick. We'll wait till there's no right, news right, at right. all. Then we'll go and we'll, we'll, and we'll that's, do our little And shtick. that's when we'll get some of those things that you guys have been asking for. Q's asked for a handful of, hey, that guy would be good on, yes. on uh, uh, tailgating too much and stuff like that. And we, so we're going to go ahead and save some of those and put some of those together and uh and wait until we have a little bit more time to work on that absolutely all right uncle mosh let's go ahead and let's uh let's jump into some uh some raiders content here uh thank you to those of you that are joining us here on the episode uh i see uh Haley mew in there hardcore raider running bear aaron the q dog raider chris potts watts raider kstk art rodriguez appreciate all of you uh joining us here for raiders fan radio all right uncle mosh Today's date is January 9th, so the prelude to the to eight one nine one nine. It is a one nine one nine. It's one nine one nine. One nine one nine. So the prelude to one nine one nine is one eight one nine, and one eight January eighth. Uh, the is was the anniversary of the Raiders uh, winning the AFC Championship in 1981 when we beat the Seattle Seahawks. This is. Uh, Tom Flores' first Super Bowl appearance. We're going to talk a lot about Flores tonight. This was also Jim Plunkett's uh, first Super Bowl. Of, no, actually, I'm off. No, You're a little off I'm kilter little off. today. Gosh, bless it. I know I got all messed up. 84, this was our second, <laughs> second one for Flores, second one for Jim Plunkett. Anyways, I'm just going to play the audio while I gather my sorts. <laughs> the next week in the AFC Championship against the Seahawks, he remained unstoppable. Go, Marcus, hang on to it, baby. All right. His 216 yards from scrimmage helped the Raiders get their revenge on Seattle. We had lost to Seattle twice. We took that as we'd gotten our ass kicked. And it was time for redemption. crowd of over 90,000 fans, the Misfits captured the AFC Championship. I can still remember in the locker room, Tom Flory saying, we're going to Tampa, baby. And everybody's, yes, yes, yes. We're going to Tampa, baby. 
Oh, I don't come on. There is that's the 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 prelude to Black Sunday. That's when the Raiders knocked off the uh, of course the Seattle Seahawks on January eighth. So pretty cool. That that was on our on on our way to capturing our our third uh, Super Bowl championship, and we'd like to celebrate that. So that is what thirty five years ago. Is my math right on that? Yep. 35 years ago, as of yesterday, uh, that the Raiders won that game. So, so pretty cool there. And, again, we're going to talk a lot about, about Mr. Tom Flores tonight and talk about him being a now Hall of Fame finalist. Uh, all right, but we got one more anniversary, uh, and this one we're going to hit a little bit harder because, Uncle Mosh, it is uh, the first one. And that is January 9th, 1977, 42 years ago today. Wow. The Raiders won their very first championship their very first super bowl uh against the minnesota vikings and uh just you know dominated the, the vikings dominated your buddy francis and uh you know what, what do you remember about that let me before we get to the audio of it this is 77 so you're what I'm living you're, with you you're four you're in high school right yeah yeah i'm a senior in high school we're live we're living on hummingbird drive in san jose california 909 Hummingbird <laughs> Drive. I still remember that. Yeah. Yeah, you know, and we we watched it. That it was it was January night, only 2 months, a little almost 2 months after your mom tried to make me bring bring beans, <laughs> bring beans. for dinner. <laughs> but we watched it on your couch. Oh, nice. Yeah, nice, yeah, nice, yeah. nice. Yeah. That's awesome. So, totally remember. That's awesome. Well, let's go ahead. Let's hear, you know, I don't remember this game. I remember it from NFL films is the only way that that I remember it as I was four years old. Uh, but, man, it's going back and, you know, they do the the series now, America's Game, and they go back and redo Super Bowls. And, you know, normally we're John Facenda, old sure. NFL films guys. But, man, the one that they did for this America's Game, uh, it's Lawrence Fishburne. And, you know, there's a little inside baseball for you. When we do audio recordings, we watch the audio wave Right as right. it comes in, and anything above the line is treble, and anything below the line is bass. Okay, so when you when you listen to somebody talk, like you and I typically hover around the middle, and we are we have some that drops below because we have sure. kind of bassy voice. Sure. When you watch Lawrence Fishburne, it's all oh, down dude, here. It's, it's down amazing. Here. So, anyways, let's listen to Lawrence Fish, Fishburne and the '77 Oakland Raiders, '76, '77 Super Bowl. The Oakland Raiders arrived at Super Bowl XI on the threshold of greatness. A victory would cap one of the most remarkable seasons in the history of the game. Standing between the Raiders and their destiny were the Minnesota Vikings, another team that couldn't win the big one. So here it is, the battle between two denied teams. The Vikings, who have three times been to the Super Bowl, never a winner. The Raiders six times on the threshold, not getting here. These are hungry football teams, and the world waits to find out who's going to wear that Super Bowl ring. The Raider offensive line never had a finer hour. Gene Upshaw and Art Shell chewed up Minnesota's purple people eaters, and Oakland rolled up more rushing yards than any team in Super Bowl history. Behind a wall of silver and black, the snake was flawless, picking Minnesota to pieces. A brilliant work of art by the master of his position. 
Super Bowl XI was never a contest. It was total domination. This Silver and Black Sunday had been a long time coming. After 16 victories and just one defeat, the greatness of the Raiders was undeniable. And ageless cornerback Willie Brown carried them into history. I don't know about you, but that those that gives me chills. Old man Willie right there Old behind me, man. man. I that just so good. It's so good. You know, uh D- D- Bill King in there, you, you know, uh to go along with Lawrence Fishburne, the original calls from Bill King. Nobody played the violin with the dexterity that Kenny Stabler is uh. playing the Minnesota Vikings defense. Come on, Bill. Like, uh. I mean, it's just it's uh, that is just it's the best. So as he mentioned in there at the time, that was the most rushing yards for a team uh, in Super Bowl history. It's still third all time uh, with 266 yards. And uh, a funny caveat to that is that the Raiders also have the third lowest with 19 rushing yards by a team when we played the the uh, the, the Buccaneers in Super Bowl 37. So uh, we're kind of on both ends of that spectrum. But let's keep it focused on the uh, on the game in 77. <laughs> <laughs> and that was January 9th, 1977. I, I some of the uh, Chris Potts writes, Phil Villapiano knew what play they were going to go run. So epic. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And uh, Phil got a sack in that game. And I believe uh, somebody correct me if I'm wrong there in the chat, but I believe that was the only sack recorded in that game was Villapiano's and him getting that early sack basically set the tone for the defense. Right, right, the right. Game. Because that Minnesota offense um, was yes, they were known for the purple people eaters and all sure, that. Sure. But Fran Tarkington was like the Baker Mayfield of the seventies. Absolutely. He was, he was an elusive running around kind of a kind of guy. He wasn't like necessarily a running quarterback, but he was just loose, right? Like he just got right, a lot right, of wiggle right. to him. And so to somebody to come in and sack a guy like that early in the game, like that was a big deal for the Raiders to do sure, that. So sure. So anyways, great, great stuff there. Uh in uh forty two years, man. Nobody enjoyed a good Donnybrook more than sixth-year linebacker Phil Villapiano. This is Phil Villapiano, and you're listening to Raiders Fan Radio. Much love out to Phil for that. Absolutely, you know? absolutely. And, and you know, uh, Phil joined us really this time last year, uh, right before the Super Bowl, actually. And uh, so, you know, we're going to talk a lot about the Hall of Fame tonight. And just while we're on the topic, support Phil for the Hall of Fame. Sure, uh, absolutely. And Andrea Villapiano, who you've heard on this show, uh, she has the Facebook group, uh, which is uh, Phil Villapiano for the Hall of Fame. It's on Facebook. Just search for it and join that and support her effort to get her dad in the Hall of Fame because, you know, those 70s Raiders teams are just frankly underrepresented underrepresented in the hall of fame you know the steelers kind of kind of steal a lot of the thunder uh based on their four championships in six years in the 70s and i and i think that it's sadly it's kept a lot of the raiders uh, out whether it's cliff branch or phil or whatever there's a lot of guys so uh anyway so definitely join that and, uh, and and support her effort there to get her dad in uh so mosh 
So, you know, we, we, uh, we hate math, but we love numbers. We absolutely. All right. So we won our first Super Bowl in Super Bowl 11. So that's one in 11. This is episode number 111. So that was kind of a fun little connection there because we always reflect back on something that's related to our team uh, in terms of our episode number. So that was kind of a little bit of an abstract one, but also the number 111, 111 is also what? It's three. It's three ones. It's three. It's three, like one. You can't get better or more. At Like if you're counting <laughs> down, it's at the top. Yes. It's one. It's one. It's yeah. three ones. Well, something Raiders related to three ones right. in 2019 is what? Hey, three, we have three, three first round draft picks. Absolutely. We got three ones. Three so, ones. So I went ahead and dug in and I, I nerded out a little bit on some numbers, Mosh. You now, almost black holed it. I almost black holed it. So, you know, uh, Man, sometimes I could just geek out about about numbers and about the the sport, and sometimes something will kind of get in my craw. And there's not like a big payoff at the end right, of this right, thing. Right. There was just something that I was really curious about, and so I started looking and and uh, and so I I put together a spreadsheet. And I want to share with you guys kind of what I found because it's if at anything it's interesting. So in terms of three ones, episode number one eleven, in terms of three ones and our three draft picks in the first round. I wanted to look and see if there were how many times in the NFL teams had three first round picks in in a draft and what was the result of that team in in the subsequent years. So what after I, after they had their three after rounds. they had their okay, three picks. Okay. So there is one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen. There's fifteen teams that in the Super Bowl era, I didn't go back before that in the super bowl era there's been 15 teams that have had three first round picks in the draft and so then so by year um it goes all the way from 1969 the rams were the first one to do it all the way up to the browns in 2017 and what i looked at was the amount of division titles that those teams won in the subsequent 10 years how many years they were in the playoffs and then their super bowl record all right, so it's very interesting. So the good news is the teams that had three first-round picks, for the most part, did very, very well in the 10 years afterwards. So of these 15 teams, they combined for 35 division titles. Okay, the biggest was those Rams in 69, ended up with eight division titles in 10 years after the three first-round picks in 1969. Uh, the Rams uh, let's see, are followed only by the Cowboys uh, that had six after their three first-round draft picks in 1991. As we know, that was the draft that kind of helped kind of kick off the then dynasty of the, of the Cowboys. Now there's the Herschel Walker draft because they got all these draft picks in the Herschel Walker trade, right? And so they built it with Aikman and Irvin and all these all these people. Well, in that one, in, in 91, they drafted Russell Maryland, they drafted Alvin Harper, and they drafted defensive tackle Kelvin Pritchett. So that helped propel them to those six division titles. Now, the rest of the teams on there have uh, two or, or one division title in that 10 years. But in terms of playoffs, 
but in these 15 teams, they combined for 55 playoff years. Now, that's not playoff appearances. I didn't count it as like, okay, you won a game, and then you went and played another game, and you won it. This is years. So there's 55 collective years of playoffs. I'm starting to carve my initials in the desk like I did in eighth grade math. It's a, <laughs> hey, this is, this is cool stuff. All right, so, <laughs> so 55. All right, so the Rams had those eight playoff years. Uh, the Patriots in 76, they had five playoff years. The Cowboys had eight. The Jets had six, right? It's, there's a lot of playoff years. Now we go to Super Bowl record, okay? There is eight total Super Bowl appearances between these 15 teams and a record of three and five because the Cowboys won those three oh Super Bowls my God, you're killing after, me. after drafted in 1991. All right, so Raiders. <laughs> All right. So here's what's Raidery about it. The tell Raiders me, are on this me. list. Okay. The Raiders had three first-round picks in 1988. Right. Their first pick, do you remember who they drafted? Uh, I, got it, I got a cheat sheet in front of me. But it who was is the wide receiver, Timmy Brown. Timmy Brown, that's right. We drafted Timmy Brown, Terry McDaniel, defensive back, and defensive tackle Scott Davis. Now, he was, those three guys were drafted by the Raiders, but there's a lot of Raiders on this list. I mentioned Russell Maryland. Uh, Kerry Collins was 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 drafted in the first round of the of the <laughs> Panthers three draft picks. Cordell Patterson, uh, and then and then the the biggest name on this list was in 1984. The Bengals had three first round picks, and with their second pick, who they get? Peacock. Peacock. <laughs> you're Pete. killing me. Hey, you're killing me. But my guys in the chat are going. Oh. What's Murph talking about? I I know what he's talking about, but what's he talking about? <laughs> it's off season, fellas. <laughs> what my what my point is is this, and here's the whole point of all this. The reason oh, I put all these get to it <laughs> teams that have three first round picks typically find playoff success uh. in the subsequent years with a very, very, it's much more frequent that you'll find yourself in the postseason. Hit the damn sound button and get me out of this segment, Uncle Mosh. Oh, I, sometimes I just love to watch you uh, flounder. <laughs> hey, this is Pete Koch, former Los Angeles Raiders. Yeah, back in the old days, baby. And you're listening to Murph and Uncle Mosh, who happens to have the same hair as me. Check it out. Raiders Fan Radio. Uh. That was fun there, Murph. <laughs> you know the best part? We're all busting your balls about that, and you pro- I don't know how many hours you spent. You, you stayed up really late on that, didn't I you? I did. I spent a lot. Because of- you, had, you had things highlighted, not with, not with just with one of these. You had things, and I'm holding up a highlighter. You had things that were, like, bolded and high. Yeah. That you were italicized. Yeah, I you, thought that you- was good. <laughs> I thought that was going to go a lot differently. <laughs> I thought, you know, some things are just, some ideas are better on paper, uh, literally, than they are uh, in, in, in action. So Chris Potts writes, flopping like a fish out of water. Oh, my gosh. I'm sorry. <laughs> I tried. B Dog 50. I already had math class at eight this morning, man. No mo. No mo, he says. <laughs> I'm sorry. I tried, guys. I, I tried. That's look. Okay, a lot they're of not all winners. Okay, yeah, they're not all winners. A lot of that's on me because I got the button over here. I should have hit. I, I no, but I was having a way because uh, what they don't get is is y- 
you're sweating right now. I am sweating right now. <laughs> I just <laughs> fell on my face hey, verbally there. Yeah. This just in. What? what? I heard on the news this morning. This goes out specifically to my bros in Raider Nation and on the chat. They opened up a new restaurant in Nashville. Yeah. Called Meat Sweats. Oh my gosh. I got the Meat Sweats right now. I know, I, I know. That's what reminded me of it. <laughs> oh my gosh. All right, Uncle Mosh. Let's, let's get, move on. Let's move on. Let's get to uh, some stadium news. Uh, so many of you are aware that there's, you know, been numerous stadium uh, stories that have been bandied about in the past few weeks. We've heard AT&T. We've heard uh, London. We've heard uh, uh, Sam Boyd Stadium. I won't run down the whole list, but there's many. And it seems like every week there's a new one. Well, this week it's San Diego. And uh, we've kind of suspected that Qualcomm uh, would be one of the ones on the list. And there's some interesting aspects to the idea of the Raiders playing in Qualcomm. Some, like some weird foreshadowing kind of things, huh? Yes, well, I'm glad you used the word foreshadowing because first, before we get to the actual uh, comments on them playing in San Diego, I want to rewind the clock back to when the Raiders first moved the first time when we moved from Oakland to Los Angeles. And Paul McGuire, longtime uh, color commentator for the uh, for the NFL, had Al Davis in the booth, and you could tell it's a little bit of a of, of a of a some of the audio quality isn't the best on this recording, but you can hear what Al has to say loud and clear, and it's eerily similar. And the reason the reason I wanted to play this for you guys is that when you hear the stadium topic come up, and people still even push back on the idea of the Raiders leaving and all that, I want you to listen to Al. Okay, this is 30 plus years ago, and some of the things that he's saying could be translated to today. Wow. But my old college coach, <laughs> Coach Al Davis. Great memories. You're a great player, Paul, a great punter. And I think not only you're a college coach, but I think I brought you into pro football. Exactly. We're right here in this place, the Los right Angeles Coliseum. You're moving again. Irwindale, California. No, we're not moving again, Paul. We're just changing our site. We'll be the Los Angeles Raiders. And we're just going to move a short distance from this particular area that we're in. Very similar to what Buffalo did a few years ago. We hope to have a modern new stadium. And probably we're the only team in professional football that doesn't have a modern stadium with all the amenities. You have to be able to compete. You know, I think football is a vicious struggle to be number one. And... Uh, to be number one, you have to be able to compete financially and have the roar of the crowd. And these are the things that we want, and I think the Raider organization deserves. And Al, people must understand too that I mean, this thing was done. There was enough warning here. They knew what what the Raiders needed and the Raiders wanted, and things were promised to you that were supposed to be done that were never done. Well, that's over the dam now. No, they reneged. They breached. They damaged us. They didn't do the things they promised. But that's kind of normal with political bodies that run cities. Walter O'Malley many years ago said, the city that gets you doesn't win you. It's the city that got you that loses you. We think we're a great team. We've had the best record in professional sports the last 25 years, and uh, we think we're deserving of a great stadium. But right now, we really want to get committed back to that football because we've got to get the Raiders on track and get us back to winning, get us back to playing great. Bo Jackson. Well, uh, great young player. I'm going to go ahead and cut it off there. They go on and he talks about Bo Jackson quite a bit. But isn't that interesting, Mosh, that there's uh, – I mean, doesn't it sound like – same thing, Not no support from the city, the facilities suck, you got to have money to compete. Like, right, right, like right. It's like the same freaking thing uh, going on back then as it is today, and literally nothing changed. They moved to Los Angeles and back to Oakland, and literally nothing changed. Right. 
from that. It's just. It's crazy. It's it. It really is crazy. It's literally crazy stuff. It's just bananas. So, so anyway, so the talk this week, Mosh, is that the Raiders are going to play in San Diego. That okay. Now look, at they've talked to all these entities. They've talked to London. They've talked to all these entities about playing in San. And and this week is, is San Diego is is turn on the map. But this one's got some serious momentum behind it, and I think that a lot of people suspected that San Diego could be a venue for them. Not only because does it get them one out of the Bay Area. Um, but it's still close enough proximity that they could keep their offices and practice facilities in the Bay Area and then just travel to Qualcomm, travel to San Diego for their games. So uh, I want to give props to uh, 97.3 The Fan in San Diego, and we have a lot of uh, San Diego listeners, Mojo and, and, and whatnot, so this may be your local sports talk station. I wasn't aware of this station, but and until it showed up with this story. But anyways, they're kind of revealing the inside track on this story uh, live on their show. And this uh, just came out yesterday. Oh, this is cool. Yeah. I got this email last night. and Everybody in the room has it now. He even sent one to my program director. I wanted to let you know off the record here. Now, again, I'm not going to say his name. He's an attorney here in town. I wouldn't even tell you the school he went to because I think if you find out the school he went to, I think you'd know who it was. That I learned tonight, this was last night, that there have been discussions between the Raiders playing next season in San Diego with both the mayor's office and management of the Raiders. So over the last two days, there have been some conversations with City Hall and Raider management on the team playing here next year. Well, those involved in the discussions believe that the NFL would not want the Chargers to play and have the the Raiders play in San Diego next season, a solution to that issue would be to play the game in London or Mexico City. So again, instead of having the Chargers play here in San Diego if the Raiders played here, they would either play that game and have the makeup game of the Mexico City game between the Chargers and Raiders in Mexico City or London. Make sense? Wow, Mosh, what do you think? So not only the idea of the Raiders playing their home games in San Diego – but when San Diego or the now LA Chargers came to play us for the road game, we'd split and go to London or Mexico City. Wow, that's huge. That's huge. That's pretty cool. Yeah, I, that is. I mean, that's that's really cool. It kind of makes it look. You know, if you think about it, you know, look, the most popular team in Southern California is moving to Vegas. Like, there's no mistaking that we own Southern California. Sure, it's, there is a disproportionate amount of people even that listen to this show that live in Southern California. Southern California is is just, look, it's saturated with Raiders fans, man. There's just more down there Absolutely. than there is anywhere else. It's just the bottom line. And so, well, I don't say more than anywhere else, but as far as, I don't maybe, maybe concentrated in per capita, there might be it's, more. It's, ra- the, it's the biggest base for our fans, yeah, for sure. Yeah, so, by far. So, I mean, you know, so, so anyway, so the NFL's no dummy. So I get why they would want to vacate then when the Chargers came to town because that would be just a little bit too much irony or whatever you want to call it to, to have the Raiders host the Chargers in Qualcomm Stadium. That would be funky. So it's not surprising to me that they would then take that game on the road. Plus, you know, there's also been many, many rumors going back to when, you know, even Scott Winter, uh, he, he would inform us of kind of, you know, loose agreements or handshake deals or verbal deals on the Raiders giving the NFL uh, more travel games. Like, you know, with 
the approval to move to Vegas with the approvals to build the new stadium in exchange, the Raiders would then volunteer themselves to play in Mexico city, right, right, to right. play in London, to be the team to go and, 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 and travel for those games as a kind of return as to do them a solid back for getting the approvals necessary. I don't think that shocks anybody. And if it does shock you, then, you know, look, that's the way business is, is, is done, man. Uh, you, you scratch my back. I'll scratch yours. If, if I'm another one of the 31 owners in the NFL, I don't want to take my team to London. Okay, Mark, you want me to, to, to vote yes on your new stadium? Well, then you, tr- you volunteer to go to, go to London. Absolutely. Right. So it's just a little give and take. I don't think it's surprising to anyone. And look, and if that's the one that they're going to choose, like, for for a team that was formerly in San Diego to go play a game in Mexico City, how far of a flight is that? Like that's that's you're right there, so it makes sense. So I I you know logistics of it makes sense. I think this out of all the different scenarios that have been laid out so far, this one Mosh feels to me like it's the most likely. What do you think? It's I I I, I kind of gotta agree with uh, Sean Garcia in the chat says, man, it would be hilarious to beat the Chargers on their old stomping grounds. Of course. Did they really have an old stomping grounds? You know, I mean, really. <laughs> stomping I mean, grounds is our stomping yeah, grounds. Yeah, I mean, really, what was their fan base like? You know, I mean, it, it was, we always kidded and joked that going to San Diego was like another Raider home game. Absolutely. You know, yeah. so, yeah. I think Kevin called it uh, South Oakland. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, <laughs> absolutely, yeah. So, uh, anyway, so pretty interesting there. All right, uh, you want to hit, I know we don't have one planned, or you want to hit an audio cube before we get into our next thing? I, I see uh, here on the chat, and I'll hit the chat real quick. Uh, Sean Garcia, Joseph Morales, Ease Raider, uh, Hardcore Raider, uh, Sean Grogan, Zeke, uh, appreciate Bobby Wasabi, appreciate all of you, KSTK, Ashton, appreciate all of you joining us here on the chat for this episode of, of Raiders Fan Radio. Yeah, I got a good one here. This is kind of this kind of leads up to our next perfect episode. This is Kevin, the Raider Nerd, live at the Oakland Raiders tailgate. Raiders! We got, we got Gorilla Rillis. They got uh, Uncle Marsh and Mark. I love you guys. Much love from the black hole, baby. Just win. So, uh, Murph. Mosh. Murph. Who were those two guys? That was Kevin the Raider nerd. So yeah. and that was Gorilla Rilla. And and exactly who is Gorilla Rilla? Probably uh number one, if not number two, on the call sheet of all time greatest Raiders superfans. Who's this guy? You're listening to the Violator, and I'm live on Raider Fan Radio. Where you at, baby? So the so you got Kevin, the Raider nerd, yeah, who's got an amazing costume. Oh, he's like a Mandalorian Star Wars yeah. Raider guy. You've got, it's you've awesome. got yes. Gorilla Rilla. Yes. And you got the Violator. Yes. So, arguably, you got three of the top, easily top ten super fans. Maybe even top five. Well, for sure, and no for offense sure to Kevin, of, for sure, two Kevin, of we them. love you to death. We but do Gorilla love Kevin. and Violator are one and two to me. You can figure out the order on your own, right? Right? But right? 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 Like right. And and these guys are cutting commercials for us. <laughs> yeah, they're uh, yeah. They're, so yeah. So I would venture to say that they are as much 
fans of ours as we are fans of theirs? Uh, it, sure. I mean, we've, yeah. I mean, we've, we've had. So viol- explain to me. <laughs> I don't know about that, but yeah. I so mean, explain to me why this guy, Dr. Death, has got a case oh of the ass for gosh. you. All right. Why, why is he all rosy red cheeks about everything that's going on? <laughs> you know, I, I, what's happening here? All right. Uh, I'd like to keep this brief because I don't want to be a story. I don't want to make our show about me. Uh, that's not a, a tactic nor a uh, uh, a bit of content that I think is interesting, frankly. So I'm going to do this, and then we're going to move on from it. And I'm glad you asked it because I feel it's appropriate to address. Uh, for those of you that listen to all of our stuff, uh, we, uh, we do another show here called Mondays with Mikey and Murph. Uh, I get on Mikey's YouTube channel and we do a show together, uh, a part in the interruption version of the Raiders. If you, if you, if you, if you like, and we're both nothing but fans. And, uh, so anyway, so we do this and Mikey has a rundown. He has a list of stories that we go over. And one of the stories that he had on his rundown this last week was about, Dr. Death, Dr. Death, the fan, not the player, not Skip Thomas, number 26, but the fan that took that name and made it his own moniker and whatnot. All right. So I had some pretty aggressive words for that Dr. Death. Um, His name is Ray. So I'm gonna call him Ray because he's not Dr. Death. So I had some aggressive words for Ray. Ray took umbrage with my position on his recent actions and some of the things that he's done, not only just recently, frankly, but for a a long while now, as far as his actions and being divisive in the fandom and his rallying against the Raiders and his disassociation from the team and his basically this big rallying cry against the Raiders and everything Raiders related. Okay. So, it being that it was on the rundown, this wasn't premeditated. Mikey just had it as a topic. And I don't think even Mikey was aware of the history that we had with this guy. And it came and out you had of me. interviewed him before. I've interviewed him twice. Yeah. Twice. Um, and so it just kind of flooded out of me. And so his response was he, he felt that I attacked his character and he felt that I didn't address the issues and that, and that I just kind of uh, rallied against him, the person. And, and, and he took offense to that. So look, I'm going to say this on this show. And again, we're going to move on from it quickly. I apologize for attacking his character. Okay. It was not my intention to attack, uh, someone's character. That's not how we roll. That's not what we do. And that's not what I want to be known for or our show to be known for. We are positive guys. We keep it positive. And I don't want to be the guy that, that bitches about other people on their social media. But what I don't apologize for is that I don't Come on. I don't apologize for rallying against his actions. Right. Raider Nation doesn't need me to be its defender, but I got a microphone and an opinion, and I'm passionate as hell about this fan base. And if you come after us, you're going to hear from me. And it's just absolutely ridiculous a lot of the things that he has done, his actions. He is a person, maybe the nicest guy in the world, and I'd probably have a a non-alcoholic beer with him and a steak or whatever the hell else, right? But as far as what he does... Uncle Mosh, I don't condone it. I don't appreciate it. And yes, I'm going to call it out because, and look, and I'm not going to assault his character, but if what he does, his actions dictate to who he becomes as a person, well. Then they're one and the same. Then they're one and the same. And that's and that's on him, not on you. Hey, everybody. This is Johnny Spencer from the punk rock band Stringer. And you're <laughs> listening to Raider Fan Radio <laughs> with Murph and Uncle Mosh. Go Raiders, baby. <laughs> I... 
Okay. I, 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 we have, uh, listen, the Raiders have the greatest fan base in the world. Yes. Bar none. We have a portion of that as our fan base. Our and listeners. Our, our listeners Listen. are the funniest fan base in the world. Oh, okay? yeah, they rock. Bobby Wasabi says, I'm, tr- <laughs> I'm, trying, I'm trying to get Ray to sell me his memorabilia. <laughs> I told him to auction everything off, and I donate it to West Sacramento. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and you know what? Let me, let me hit that oh, real fast. I gosh. said when I was done, but I got one little, little thing to, to tiptoe into. I part of the thing that I said was that he's this he, he tries to be this champion for the city of Oakland. Right, and right, I said, right. you can't be a champion for a city you don't live in. OK, if you meaning you're, what meaning like a mayor or some some municipality say that the police and the firemen have to live city employees must live leave there. Yes. need to live within the, the confines of the city limits. Here you go. Here's a, and, and I'm not making this political. I'm just using this as an example. Where is Hillary Clinton from? Right, right, right. I got you. I got you. She became a U.S. senator. She's from Arkansas, became a U.S. senator for the state of New York. And guess where she moved? Yes. New York. New York. Because that was the state she represented. So if you're going to be representative of a place, you ought to live there. I wasn't (laughs) talking about fandom. And his his thing to come back at us is, well, don't you live in Tennessee? Yes. And I'm from the Bay Area. And I know my role in all this. I'm not trying to be a a champion for a city I don't live in. I'm being a champion for a fan base I represent. We represent Raider Nation. And Raider Nation is freaking global. All right. Well, I'm going to get fired up again. I'm going to get fired up again, Mosh. I got to move on. I got to move on. Hey, let's talk about. <laughs> there we go. And now for something completely different. Hey, thank you, Mosh. Oh my gosh, it's just funny. I just, I, I just love that our that our fans. <laughs> they just, you know, you, you, first of all, you don't want to fire Q Dog up. He's already said. Is he wound he, up? Oh, he said he's taking the contract. Oh. <laughs> 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 he I said, love it. I love he it. Doctor Death is the Celine Dion of Raider Nation. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Oh my gosh! That's awesome. She's so awesome. funny. We are our, oh, our folks you. are so funny. Love you guys. Tell me about Tom Flores. All right, let's go. Let's let's talk some more Raiders news here. So Tom Flores. Has uh, has become a finalist for the Pro Football Hall of Fame. Uh, <laughs> wait, wait! Oh my gosh! Go ahead, go ahead. Ron, Ron, Ron called him the Millie Vanilli <laughs> of Raider fans. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm dying over here. I gotta quit reading this know, stuff. Too. Yeah, me too. Oh, oh my gosh, you got me laughing on that one. Oh my goodness, I'm all we're, heated having, up. we're having too much fun. Okay, I'm all heated up. All right, talk so, to me about Flores. All right, so first, well, because look at Joseph Morales there in the chat. Sometimes. Not not only are you guys funny, but you're on point. So Joseph Morales says, Hayes and Haynes. Uh, so he's talking about uh, maybe in relation to uh, them both being in the Hall of Fame. Of course, Mike Haynes is. But also, Uncle Mosh, I have some audio of Cliff Branch and Lester Hayes talking no about yeah, talking about Tom Flores and about whether he's uh, worthy of being in the Hall of Fame. So let's go ahead and listen to that first. Tom had a different coaching style than John Madden because John was a very physical president on the side roaring up and down the field, where Tom was more cool and collected. And, and his approach was a lot different for John, but he was a great leader. There was a lot of trust. There was a lot of love. And Coach Flory's teams always won. We were the best team. We deserve to be world champions. I'm proud of you. While he waits on his much-deserved call to Canton, 
Flores treasures his close relationship with the team that saw him go from young player to coaching legend. Raider Nation coach Tom Flores. Silver and black means a lifetime, a lifetime really, a lifetime of uh, excitement and joy. Overall, it was a great journey of happiness. All right, pretty cool testimony there from the players that, awesome. that, that played for Coach Flores. So, you know, Mosh, um, you know, we're all about being accountable for the things that we say. We're never going to be the kind of, uh, of podcasters or video casters, whatever the heck we are, that we're, they're going to dodge or pretend like we don't say certain things. And, you know, when confronted with this question last year, I said, I don't think Tom Flores was Hall of Fame worthy. Now, the context of my statement was based on the entirety of his coaching career because frankly, he didn't do very well when he went on to Seattle. So after he came out of the, the Al Davis regime, he, he really didn't find nearly the same success with the Seahawks and, and had a pretty bad record. So considering that coupled with his Raiders career, I thought as a big picture uh, that he wasn't really hall of fame. Can it now that's not as I'm not rooting for the guy. Clearly I'm rooting and, for And you for made it. that perfectly clear on yeah, that segment. I love the guy. And so, and I, and I want him to be there. And I think an interesting thing has happened. And I'm glad I brought up that point. Again, I don't apologize for it because everything that is pushing him towards this final nomination, it's all about his Raiders career. There, No one is considering what's happened with the Seahawks. Everybody is locked in on what's going on or what has happened with him in his, his history with just the Raiders. So that's an awesome development in kind of how this story is playing out. So uh, I want to uh, play for you guys uh, a clip. No, what, Mosh? It's we got an issue. We what? we we've reset. Uh, Chris just popped in. So what happened? I, I don't know. We're we're still recording though. We're going live here, so we just got to okay. we just got to right. keep it rolling. Uh, thanks guys for letting us know, and 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 I'm sorry that it's buffering there, but it'll it'll catch it'll, it'll do its catch own it, thing, it'll Uncle Mosh. Yeah. I'm just yep. telling you. Okay, okay, here we go, and we're back. Okay, so uh, you stuck a stuck a fork in my, my train of thought there, Mosh. Okay, so the so oh, the, excuse the fork out of me. <laughs> I was on a roll. I don't remember what that guy. Q Dog said he thought the FCC got furloughed. <laughs> <laughs> we we don't get overly political, oh, but that's funny. That's pretty I don't funny. care who you are. That's pretty funny. <laughs> right. So the narrative around Tom Flores is beginning to change. It's not about the entirety of his career. It's about his Raiders sure, career, sure. and even more importantly, the barriers he broke. Um, being the first uh, uh, minority uh, head coach, being the first one to win a Super Bowl, all the all those things. Right, 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 the, exactly. Right, and so that's the cool stuff that's going on around Tom Flores, and they were talking about it on Good Morning Football this last week, and I thought these guys put it pretty well. Hey, I want to talk about former head coach of the Los Angeles Raiders, Tom Flores. Tom Flores doesn't come to mind like Al Davis or John Madden, but Tom Flores is one of the most accomplished NFL coaches of all time and is rarely mentioned in that conversation. Guys, let me just give you some numbers via a blind resume here. Tom Flores' career winning percentage with the Raiders was higher than Bill Walsh's with the 49ers, hmm. higher than Chuck Knowles with the Steelers, and higher than Tom Landry's with the Cowboys. He won two Super Bowls as head coach. He's one of just three men in the world to have coached two Super Bowl champions and not be in the Hall of Fame. He was also the first Latino starting quarterback in all of professional football when he joined the Raiders in 1960. And Oyet was the first minority coach to win a Super Bowl 
when they led the Raiders to the Super Bowl in Super Bowl 15. Look, he's being hoisted here. We know Al Davis. We know John Madden. Tom Flores won two Super Bowls. Look at this career wow. resume. Five playoff appearances, went all those years straight from 82 to 85. Three AFC West titles and two Super Bowl titles. That's, that's, wow, that's the so guy good. has the resume, that's all right? So good. But maybe Tom Flores. What's missing? I don't What's think. missing? I don't. I, tell me. What's why, missing? Why isn't he in? I don't know. And I'm not going to start naming names of coaches who have less of a resume. But in recent years, we have seen coaches who don't have two Hall of Fame rings be inducted. We do see coaches who have done a lot less off the field than Tom Flores. I'm just going to say this: sometimes names just don't get mentioned, yeah. and they get left by the wayside. Maybe they're not self-promoters. Maybe they're not out there in the media as much. I don't know the reason, but I'm going to make the case for Tom Flores. I know this is a very passionate thing for Mark Davis and the Raiders organization right now that his name isn't being mentioned. And again, we know about the players. We know a lot of times about the owners and the visionaries. But sometimes these coaches get left by the wayside when it comes to Canton. So I'm just going to put it out there. Forget the impact of, you know, two Super Bowls, all that. The first Latino player ever to start in the mm -hmm. NFL at quarterback, right. the first minority coach to win a Super Bowl, right. and look at the doors that he opened there. So Tom Flores, I'm going to put his name out there. You're going to know all the players. Those teams were legendary, the yeah. 80 and 83 right. Ra Raiders, but I'm going to say this coach deserves his place in Canton. All right, pretty good stuff, wow. Amash. Isn't so, that great? You know, I, I would go back I would go back to one of the and – and they kind of just glossed over it. Flores has winning records over Don Shula, Don Coriel, Chuck Knoll, Tom Landry, and Bill Walsh. Yeah, pretty cool. So, you know, one of the things that I like to consider in terms of Hall of Fame consideration, because it's hard to compare eras. It's right, hard right, to right. say, like, you know, oh, this guy would have done that. You know, it's like when you say, you know, could – you know, what, if Dan Marino Dan plays Marino, in, right, in right, today's right. NFL, what does he do? Well, we don't know because his NFL was different than today's NFL. Otto Graham's NFL was different than Absolutely. today's NFL. What defenses were played? What does Jack Tatum do in today's defense? Like, right. we just don't know. So it's hard to consider that. So I think when you're looking at a player historically, or now in this case a coach historically, to me the, the question is always this. Were they the best? at what they did in the time in which they did it and how did they compare to their peers. So was Jerry Rice the best wide receiver in the time that he played? Yes. Was Deion Sanders the best cornerback in the time in which he played? Yes. Was You know what I mean? Like you can go on and on. Was whatever. I'm trying to think of a good Raiders example. There's numerous. But was Stabler? Was Stabler among the best of the quarterbacks that played in his era? Yes. Were there others? Greasy and Bradshaw and them? Yes, they were great, too. Right, right, right. But he's in the elite of the elite, right? So modern-day NFL, it's Brady, it's Breeze. It's, those guys are going to be in the Hall of Fame. So was Tom Flores the best at what he did during the time in which he coached? You just said he's got winning records against other guys who are yeah, in the yeah, Hall of Frickin' yeah, Fame. Yeah, yeah. Now Don Coriel is not in there um, yet, but he's not even on our list. But he had a. But Don Coriel is also going to be a finalist for the Hall of Fame, and he had a winning record against Coriel too. Now, some of what Flores did can be overshadowed by Al because Al is the brains behind the Raiders. He was the GM. He was a you know questionable whether he made any any coaching decisions or influences or whatnot. But that aside doesn't matter to me because Flores was the guy on the sideline. So I'm even willing to take that out of the conversation Look, as well. Flores was Flores was the rebound girlfriend. You know, they, they even the players talked about it. The difference between he and Madden. 
Right, you know? right, right. And so, and here this guy comes in with a completely different style, but it's a style that worked. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? It, 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 he had longevity with the team. It worked. It, it was something that, that produced wins. It got the W's. You know, um, there was folks talked. We talk at nauseum about how long it took for Stabler to get in. Oh my gosh! Okay, but too long. So much of that comes from, and I'm not pulling a Mikey here because I'm not going all like conspiracy theory. But when you are the most hated team and the most loved team, because love and hate actually, and the big cycle of things are really close together. You know, you're gonna. There is some stuff that's gonna happen, and that's part of it. Is some of your folks are gonna get shunned. Some of your folks are gonna get pushed to the side. We saw that with Kenny. We saw. You with know, Kenny. and and we and, see it with Cliff Branch. We, we see it with Plunkett. Oh my God! Yeah, right. We see it again and again and again. But you know what? You if you were to talk to those guys, they didn't play for the Hall of Fame. No, they played for the Raiders. That's exactly right. That's exactly right. And so. You know? You know, the, the great points, Mosh. And, you know, one other thing to consider, and there's a lot of things, frankly, to consider. You know, you can't tell the history of the inclus- inclusivity of the NFL uh, without Tom Flores. I think that is a very significant reason there. Uh, Tom Flores and Mike Ditka, only men in NFL history to have each won a Super Bowl uh, championships as a player, an assistant coach, and a head coach. Wow. Like, I mean, come on now. Like, and that's the other thing about the Hall of Fame. Can you tell the story of the NFL without this player or this person? Right, right. Can you tell a full story of the league without that person involved? The answer to that question is no. I mean, you can't tell the story of the NFL without Tom Flores. So, you know, I'm is even though, again, early on I said, well, I'm not sure if he's Hall of Fame worthy. Well, I made the mistake of looking at just numbers. I didn't look at it within the context of his numbers, when he did it, the significance of of what he did as a player and as an assistant coach, how he fit onto the entire lexicon and the inclusivity of the NFL. This guy's a freaking Hall of Famer, and that's man. What, it's, it's a slam and, dunk. And that's that's the problem with some of these these organizations that want to give you accolades is that when you get so far removed from them that all of a sudden people forget the game was different when Flores was coaching. Yes. The game was yes. different when, when Marino was throwing the ball. The game was different. You know, that's why we don't go back. You know, there's, there's a window for them to get put in. You know, that, and, and I mean, I, we look at Pete, you know, uh, 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 Pete Villapiano, you know. Uh, Phil? I'm, I'm sorry, Pete. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I was going to say Pete Koch. My, my board right here has got Pete Koch's <laughs> name right next to Phil yeah, Villapiano's okay. name. I meant, I meant Phil. But, you know. I've never misspoken on this show, so I don't yeah, know. Yeah, right? <laughs> but but, but <laughs> Phil's, Phil's daughter said, Phil don't care nothing about the Hall of Fame. This is her it thing. It was her thing. Yeah, this yeah, is yeah, her yeah, thing. yeah, yeah, yeah. She wants the recognition. Yep. But see, because he was in that bygone era. You know, and Flores is almost there. He's almost yeah. in that bygone era. He's got to get in. You know, he's got to get in now, or it's going to be, you know, too far down the line. Absolutely, great points, Mosh. Great points, and uh, and we're going to root for Coach, man. You Absolutely. know, I wasn't I wasn't fully bought in uh, to start off with, but I'm fully bought in, and uh, and we're gonna we're gonna champion his name, and and we're gonna root for him. And heck, you know, Canton ain't that far from us. We'll see if he gets inducted. We might have to make the trip. I'm in. I'm in. We have a go for main engine start. And we have main engine start. Two, one. Booster ignition and liftoff of Discovery. 
Hello, I'm astronaut Jose Hernandez, and you're listening to Raiders Fan Radio. Not to be uh, self, uh, was it grandiose and gratifying? What's the word here? Not to be yeah. self Blowing your own horn. Yeah, but that was one of the funnest interviews. That was did. amazing. With Jose Hernandez. If you yeah. don't know, for those of you who don't know, Jose Hernandez was a, uh, an astronaut that flew a Raider flag in space. He snuck it <laughs> onto the space shuttle and flew a freaking Raider flag in zero gravity. I wish I knew our numbers better because I'd tell people in the offseason, go back and listen to that. I know. I don't know what was... it is. That was it's so I mean, you want to talk about a fan. He literally snuck it onto right, the spaceship. Right. For you know, you can't just sneak stuff onto a spacecraft. You know what I mean? But he uh, did. It was just so good. And then, the, and then, of course, he was recognized in midfield at a Raider game and all that stuff. And it's now in the it, uh, at the Raiders facility that flag. But such a cool guy, such a great guest, and and, and an awesome Raiders fan. Uh, all right, Uncle Mosh. So speaking of uh, um, of. Well, I don't know. I don't have a good segue for that. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Speaking of the Raiders, uh, we have a new general manager. And uh, we talked at length about our new general manager last week, and I'm talking about one Mike Mayock, uh, who is a fan of uh, of, of, of uh, potatoes and eggs at the Courtyard Marriott. And uh, I know because I saw him eat him firsthand. That's right. And uh, so Mike was uh, interviewed before the national championship game this past week when the freaking Tigers destroyed Alabama. Oh, my gosh. Whew, I don't think anybody saw that coming. Uh, of course, that game was played at um, at Levi Stadium there in uh, Santa Clara, and so Mike made the trip uh, down 880 and went to the game, and they talked to him before uh, the game started, and so here he is on the field talking to Steve Levy of ESPN. Obviously, it was a tough year for the Oakland Raiders. Yeah. Uh, people are curious about the direction they will go with John Gruden. How yeah. do you foresee that relationship? I've known John for 20 years. Okay, I've known his brother Jay. I grew up as a son of a coach just like he did. And when I took the Raider job, the cool thing was I had about 400 text messages, right? And as I'm going through them, most of them were football guys, coaches, scouts, assistant coaches, general managers, and almost all of them commented about the fit between John and I. Two football guys that do nothing but grind tape. I'm excited about the Oakland Raiders. We've got a head coach, we've got a quarterback, and i got three draft picks, and, and we're going to try and take advantage of that. Mike, let's talk about this for a second, because you know what the perception is. You know what's out there. Everyone yeah. talks about the Gruden contract. He's yeah. running the show. It, it, how did those conversations go from what you can tell us, from what you can say publicly? You know, how much of this is you? How much of this is Gruden? How much of this partnership in terms of reporting to Mr. Davis? I mean, it's an easy one. In all honesty, John's got final say if it ever comes to that. And I have zero problems with that. Now, having said that, I think we're going to come to a consensus. And it, it, I like a little yelling, a little screaming, a little fighting for what, <laughs> what players you believe in. But at the end of the day, I guarantee you, John Gruden are gonna, and I are going to know what a Raider looks like and smells like. I don't think we're going to have any issues. How much work? I mean, to be working around the clock right now since day one or moment one of taking the job, what's that like? This is the we, first, we know his work schedule. This is the first time I got out of the building, I think, in a week, and I'm not even kidding you. It's been awesome. I've been a little overwhelmed with some of the non-football duties that go along with being a GM, and, and you got to kind of prioritize, get yourself back to the tape, because that's, that's the reason I'm there in the first place. All right, pretty cool stuff there. So you noticed, did you catch that? He slipped that in there. We got a coach, we got a quarterback. Yep. Anybody yep. out there saying that Derek yep. Carr is going to get traded? Now, look, I never say never, but you don't just slide things like that into you just the way you're 
That just came out. Yeah, that's not just course that's, of conversation. Exactly, exactly. So, so Mosh, the big story kind of around this that came out this week in, in, in the wake of these comments were, oh, Gruden's got the final say. Gruden's got the final say. Well, didn't we know that already? Like, that's not breaking news, is it, Mosh? I don't think it's breaking news. I mean, why do you hire a guy for, for $100 million <laughs> yeah. and, not, and not give him the keys? Yeah, you know, yeah. I don't think that's breaking news. And we speculated that Mayock was going to be the guy to kind of, you know, John work on his weakness. We, 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 you know, clearly Gruden knows what we all know, that he's not the best talent evaluator at times or at a minimum needs help in, in breaking uh, players down when in terms of the draft. And so he got the best guy in the world to help him do uh. that. Like, I think it's great, man. It's good, good stuff there. Uh, from, uh, you know what I, I would like? I would like to see those two at a restaurant. Yeah, because there's gonna be, you know, there's gonna be a a lot of beef consumed. <laughs> you know, there's gonna be a lot, you know, there's gonna be a lot of eating and grunting and sweating going on, and and probably a few beverages. And don't you know and, those are the kind of guys that like they probably don't talk about anything else. Yeah, like yeah, they're probably talking shop right every now. conversation. Yeah. yeah, and 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 then the check comes. And then, the, and then the check comes, and and Mayock just looks at him, and he goes, "What? Uh, he, he's doing his? Sh- he's giving him the the, the fachalunga? Yeah, ten like, times ten. What? And he's gonna go? You're kidding, right? <laughs> Two checks? We're splitting that? No, 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 no. No, you got this, John. Yeah, you got this. You got this. What you know? It's funny is that <laughs> and, in a long list of things that the Raiders get crap for, Uncle Mosh. Uh, our team got a lot of crap for what we were paying John Gruden in the in the the terms of the contract. What? Isn't it funny how now all these young coaches are coming in and all these you know they don't publish coaching contracts, so we never know what guys are making. But there's a lot of stories out there that oh, ten million dollars, eleven million dollars, twelve million dollars. All of a sudden, John Gruden is far from the highest paid coach in the NFL, yep. and it's yep. just just you know. Again, it's just another reason for people to take shots at us. And, look, we don't do ourselves any favors. You only win four games. You open yourself up to that kind of stuff. But, uh, anyway, so good stuff there from Mike Mayock. And going to look forward to what he's going to do for us as a general manager of the team. So, we lost our feed again. But we're going to go ahead and we're going to jump right in. As it's been, it's back. We're going to go ahead and jump right into the Sea of Fans mailbag. Is fading, looking, looking, looking. He's under the gun. His body's thrown. It is. Oh. So, Uncle Mosh, uh, the chat was asking about what episode that was that we had Jose Hernandez uh-huh. that I went and looked that's episode number 48 so go back and check out episode number 48 when we have a, a nice long interview with uh with Jose and and he talks a lot more a lot about just life and stuff a lot more about just being a Raider fan but his Raider stories are fantastic oh nice nice that's great man I love that I love that uh I wish I had that button over there where I could do that where I could read that yeah, that's what I need, more buttons. Well, that's what you need, more buttons. Where you yeah. can read what? No, where you, where because you, you go over there and you go, oh, I just checked on that. Yeah. You got a computer in front of you? Nah, I don't know how to use it. <laughs> hey, have I tweeted lately? <laughs> uh, no, but you've liked some stuff on Facebook, I think. I did, yeah, I, did, yeah, I, did yeah, yeah. I did, I did, I did, I did, I did do that. Yeah. Hey, so uh, we got a, I got an interesting email 
Blake Allen sent us this email, and it says, it was kind of funny. I was like, okay, uh, I'm not sure where we're going with that. All right. But uh, he says, Derek Carr defiantly stepped, and this is his words, not mine. Okay. Stepped it up this year, guys. I think he meant to say definitely. Guy gets sacked around 50 times, and he didn't break anything or complain. I mean, I'm sure you agree some of the sacks threw himself on the ground and went into the fetal position, saying, don't hit me. Okay. Do you think Derek will be able to go a year without getting hurt again? When he broke his leg, he said it was because he didn't go down and he tried too hard. So in your eyes, so you think he redeemed himself this year with any rumors about him being weak? My favorite is when he said this year he never cried on the field. When he broke his leg and when Gruden pulled him out, this year, after getting sacked, he definitely was full-on crying. Raider fan or not, DC can lie saying it's false. But I know you guys know the truth. My bad for ranting. You think it's over getting hurt? I don't think we will ever be. But uh, Blake Allen. Okay. I'm not, I'm not sure what Blake's asking. All right. Let's, let me try to calling out DC. Well, I let's, I th- let me try to dissect that. And I think I know what he's trying to say. I think Blake is, is asking us. Do we think Derek is damaged goods is, you know, did Derek hit the turf a little quicker than what he would in the past because he's skittish now and doesn't want to get hurt? I think the answer to that question is probably yes, but I don't think that it's unfounded. And and the reason I say that is that when you get hit all the time and you get sacked an unprecedented amount of times, you're going to get a little gun shy. Plus, I think, frankly, he's been coached to do that. That he's been coached. Look, don't force things. Hit the turf. If you're going to get blasted, hit the turf. We need Protect you for the next the ball and hit the turf. Yes, exactly. we need you for the next play. We don't need you for this one. You know. So now, while I and and many other people have been critical of him not using his feet and escapability, which he's very good at. He's also very accurate on the run. I think early on this season we saw a lot of him being more statuesque and not taking advantage of that fluidity in the pocket where he then ultimately as his comfort level grew became that way. Don't forget this guy got hurt a lot. So the the other thing he says there is that can he make it through a season without getting hurt? Well, yes, we just saw that happen. Well, and, and, and look at the guy whose career he's paralleled here locally, Marcus Mariota and, and Marcus didn't finish the season. No, you know, and they had similar injuries. Almost identical injuries on the same day. Yeah. So, you know, I'm saying this. He's he's got what it takes. And and what people don't realize is exactly you hit the nail on the head with that. When you're coached to go down like that, you're coached to tuck that ball in. You're either going to throw it out of bounds into the third row, you know, or you're going to tuck it and get down low and protect it. So... Man, I don't know. I don't know. I, I think that I think that email was a. I don't. I don't. I don't agree with it. Yeah. I just don't agree I, with I, it. Yeah. I'm. I'm. I'm with. I. I kind of get where he's going with it, but I don't think that it's. Is there? A, has the long term damage been done to Derek Carr's psyche based on the injuries he's had to this point in his career? The answer to that question is no. Sure. And Blake. And he brings up a good point because it could. It has happened. People get gun shy. Yeah. You know. Sure. And, and you understand it when you got 
just beasts coming down on you absolutely. 50 plus times absolutely. in a season. Absolutely. So, so but, th- but thank you, Blake. Yeah, uh, for the, keep them coming. Appreciate Blake, that. For sure. And uh, uh, you want to go to our our call from our capo before we go to Paul, or you want to go Paul first? Uh, let me go, let me get the the reading out of the way, and then we'll we'll kick it off with the cue. Okay. Hey, so Paul from Shropshire, Mississippi says, hey, fellas, hope you're well. A couple of things to comment on this week. Firstly, Coach Flores in the Hall of Fame. I'm so glad he's made it through to the final selection, and I really hope he's inducted in February. So do we, Paul. Uh, I can't disagree with your stats and reasoning behind his selection or non-selection, and it shouldn't be about emotions, but he was my first Raiders coach when I started following the guys and Mr. Davis wouldn't want him there, so I, or Mr. Davis would want him there, so I hope he gets in. My second point is, I have a concern about the playoffs. The NFC doesn't bother me. The guy that went to Chicago has already failed, and the fool in Dallas won't be far behind. <laughs> I love that. The AFC does concern me, though. We really need Luck and Brady to step up over the next couple of weeks to stop the KC cheats and the guy from San Diego getting to Atlanta. Incidentally, shouldn't the guy from San Diego be home having another kid? They haven't had one this week. Hopefully the Colts and Patriots will win out when I can enjoy watching the playoffs without feeling nauseous. Best wishes to Raider Nation. Thanks, guys. Paul from Shropshire, Mississippi. Nicely done, Paul. Yep, I love it. I love it. He Absolutely. cracks me up. Yeah, well, we agree. You know, we talked a lot about Flores already, and, and yeah, uh, you know... We're going to talk about the playoffs later, so I'll save some comments on that on some of the matchups uh, when we get there. But, uh, but yes, thank you, Paul, and uh, appreciate the emails, as always, my friend. All right, Uncle Mach, let's get to some of our audios. And, and uh, don't forget, we got a Sizzler reward we to got hand a out. Sizzler, Sizzler. 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 All right, our first call. We're going to call this, Uncle Mosh. We're going to just start playing. Look. We have a capo, all right? Capo is the made men of the made men. If you want to be a made man on Raiders Fan Radio or Made Woman, uh, you call the show and get your voicemail played three times, and we elevate you uh, to the status of being made. And uh, there is a handful of, of folks that are that are made, and, and, in fact, we got a new one tonight uh, to announce. And uh, so then there's, like, the made men of the made men. There's the captain or the capo, if you will. And so we have a capo. His name is Aaron the Q-Dog Raider, and uh, you can always find him in the chat, and he is an amazing, amazing supporter and uh, and become a good friend to us here at Raiders Fan Radio to me and Uncle Mosh. And so uh, we appreciate him. So we're going to give him his own thing from now on. When he, gets, he, he kicks off, he kicks off CFS. He CF kicks fans. it off. So the he's, audio. It's, it's the call from the capo from now on. Oh, and I guess I need to play it, huh? Hit the button. Greetings, Aaron. Cute dog Raider calling from the east side. Um, I'm going to go ahead and uh, make my thoughts known. You know, I'm sitting here looking at a report. Uh, where a city official from San Diego has received an email from the Raiders allegedly expressing their interest to play their games in Qualcomm next season. I'm all for it. However, the the NFL being the NFL and anything that has to do with Goodell, you know, isn't good for the Raiders. And I quote, um, this city official goes on to read, the email saying that the NFL would not want the Raiders to host a game against the Chargers in San Diego with the Chargers being the visiting team, essentially making the Chargers the road team for their former city. So the workout in this whole situation is to have yet another game in either London or Mexico City with us playing the San Diego Super Chargers. I, I tell you what, man, if the NFL couldn't screw us more, they would. I mean, it's just pathetic, but all for Qualcomm. 
I mean, it's a nice little holdover layover until we get to Sin City, and I'm all for that. Um, looking at the current coaching carousel in the NFL, I mean, retreading a, a guy that couldn't even win multiple games in the Big 12 as far as, you know, Kingsbury's concerned, I mean, really. I think we made out pretty damn good with uh, Chucky for 10 years at 10 mil per. Um, and, and that brings me to the hit list. And I'm not going to – Reggie Nelson, bye. But this has to do with the media, the enemies of the state, and I give you Colin Cowherd. Enough said. Shannon Sharp. Conceited bastard put his own face on the side of the damn donkey's logo. But on their helmet, they can't stand this guy. Michael A. Smith, I mean, no credibility in the realm of NFL. But my least favorite and probably most hated is Michael Wilbon. This guy is a piece of shit. And I said that, and I'm sorry for not being, you know, as sensitive as I needed to be, but this guy is the worst. And I can say a lot of things that would liken him to the the media version of Reggie Nelson, but I'll I'll just say it at this. Anytime I watch that show, PTI, I mean, he brings it down. And every time the Raiders come across a scroll, he's always got some kind of slick comment to make. He's a piece of crap. Load his inbox up at ESPN. Raider Nation, be heard. Uh, We all need to converge at the draft. Raider Nation, all made men. It's a call to arms. We need to be there and represent. Rue. Love it. Love it. He's one of the best, Uncle Moss, no doubt. So thank you. Thank you for the call, Aaron, the Q-Dog Raider. Yeah, and you know – I, this is one of the things that I, that I'm I'm so happy to hear sentiments like this echoed because I'm with him. Like when I watch, and I rarely watch ESPN anymore. And I used to watch it a lot. I used to watch PTI and all sure, those shows a sure, lot. Sure, we all did. I watch them a lot less. I tend to watch NFL Network more. I watch Rich Eisen and, and Dan Patrick now. Um, but you know, because of guys like Colin Coward and and he mentioned Shannon Sharp, uh, Michael Smith, and Mike Wilbon. And and I would even put some of the amateur commentators in there, like that guy we were talking about earlier. Mm-hmm. Anybody that's got an agenda, I don't trust it, man. I just that's one of the things that. And again, I'm not saying this to celebrate what we do, but we just take big stories and distill them down and give them to you guys. And yes, we'll offer our opinion on things, and we'll offer you our our hot take on on whatever thing. But we're not presenting you with anything other than I'm a fan, you're a fan, here's a story, what do you think? Like, that's it. And so for for a lot of these folks that are professional journalists to take these slanted opinions mm-hmm. and look, and look, it's a whole nother issue with the whole mass media as a whole, sure, right? Sure, so sure. it's not just a sports-related thing nowadays. But I'm with him, man. It bothers the crap out of me. I can't stand it. And, it, and it's unfortunate because I think that there was – there's such good opportunities for good programming that, you know, because ESPN or, or just in this case, because of, he mentioned Wilbon gets labeled as that it takes away from the stuff that they do do good because I like the countdown shows. I like Moss and I like Charles Woodson, of course. Right, and right, right, right. Like, I, you know what I mean? And, and I, I like those shows. Um, so I, I think that it's unfortunate that those shows get lumped in with some of these others. And I, I don't know. It's just, it just—I don't even know what I'm trying You're to say. You're just anymore, looking Mosh. for an excuse to get fired up again. <laughs> <laughs> I'm done being fired up. I'm done being fired up. Hey, anyway, why don't we hear from Eye Patch? Let's do that. And uh, great call, Q Dog. And let's hear. Yeah, Eye Patch. You said that already. 
Yeah. Hey, Murph, Mosh, <laughs> this is iPatch calling in, a.k.a. Florida Raider, uh, letting out the uh, 2018 season. It was a downer, but the year was good. I made the uh, Sizzler list, claimed the made man, which is an honor and a privilege. So with that, being a, an Italian Jersey boy, Knowing the way nicknames get put on people when they're running certain circles, I now feel honored to be a made man, and I'm going to go with the name of Eye Patch as my nickname from now on. Sort of like the old Jersey Boys with like Joey the Tool or Mike the Hammer, yeah, yeah, or, yeah, uh, Tony the Hook, Benny so, the Rat. Um, I'll be going under the new name of Eye Patch, and I just wanted to say that uh, I know Mosh loves numbers. Well, how about this one? One hundred and forty-one million for six years, ninety million guaranteed, and for what? One more game than we played this year. That's what Chicago got. <laughs> so we have two number one picks. I hope Chicago's happy. And in John quoting John Gruden's uh, mic'd up comment, "Shut the f up." How's that for you guys from Chicago? Shut the f up. Now we can all get over it. All you talking heads out there on TV, I didn't hear um, that player we shall not be named's name mentioned too much during that game yesterday. And with that, we look forward to the 2019 season with a load of draft picks. Looking forward to it. I'm also going to try to get up to the Jet game, being from New Jersey, so hopefully I'll be able to run into you guys when we get up there. I'll look forward to it. And again, there was a story uh, put out by uh, some blogger about Javian uh, Conley and what a year he had. A pretty interesting story. I was kind of shocked by all the statistics he put out there. It's a good read. I can't – some fan page or something is a blog, but it's very interesting stats. If you can find it, it's, it's pretty interesting. All right, Raider Nation, glad to be part of the Brotherhood. I found the podcast in 2018, so overall it was a good year. Thanks, guys. Great yeah. job. Uh, so on multiple fronts there. Uh, great job on the nickname. Yeah. iPad is a fantastic nickname. I love for, it. For, I you love know, it. And uh, as much as we love the name, you know, the Raider, whatever, or sure. something Raider, using something like that, like iPad or just wow. win Johnny, whatever. Those are those are fantastic nicknames. So awesome job. Uh, Florida Raider, awesome job. iPad. And I love it that how he how he references it back into the, the context of the absolutely eh, the way guys we do from it. Jersey. Yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Uh, he's a friend of ours. Yeah, man, and, and you know, and the chat was talking about him too. Like, where was he? Where you been? The early on, early on in the show. Oh like yeah, around, yeah, about an hour ago, they were saying, you know, hey, w- man, what happened to Florida Raider? Well, he, obviously, he's been listening. There he is. You know, so uh, fantastic, man. And and Chris Potts and the and the guys on the East Coast, man, they're all saying, come on, come on, Jersey Black Hole, they're welcoming <laughs> you. So awesome. I patch, you know. I can talk for them because I'm part of them. Yeah, you Come are. On. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're you're, you're official. You're official. I'm in. You're official. All right, let's go to our next caller. Let's hear from our buddy Kevin, the Raider Nerd. Hey, Raider fans, Radio Murph, Uncle Mosh. This is Kevin, the Raider Nerd. I wanted to wish you guys, first of all, a very happy New Year's. Uh, things for the Raiders are looking up. I'm really excited for this new year. Uh, I'm sure the big news you guys are talking about are the quote uh, by Mike Mayock uh, about giving Gruden the final say. You know, I just want to say this really doesn't surprise me. Uh, I mean, if you look at Belichick, he gets the final say, and I think that uh, when it comes down to it, what we got here is, you know, we've got our own version of Belichick. We're just hoping that things pan out a little bit better, uh, but at least 
when the picks don't pan through, we know who we know where the check stops, and we knew we know who to look at and and blame, I guess, going forward. But I think this is important going into this relationship that Mayock knows where he stands, and I think that uh, Mayock, uh, you know, in addition to the drafts and player evaluation, I think that uh, this will be a good partnership between the two. Um, I want to touch on the hard knocks thing. Uh, I, I know you guys were talking about it the last show. I really think it would be interesting if we do find out that the Raiders do go to London, let's say if that experiment does go forth, I think this would actually be a great opportunity for Hard Knocks because I would really love the viewers and the fans of Hard Knocks to really see what the international fandom can bring to the Raiders and to the NFL in general. So I would support this. This assuming we find out where we're going to play next year. Uh, if we're not playing in London, I would rather us wait until we get to uh, Vegas and then have our Hard Knocks then. But uh, I would support the uh, the Hard Knocks if going to London there. Um, for uh, you guys watching the uh, the uh, playoffs this last week, being a Raider fan, uh, who is not uh, ha- happy to see the Bears lose with the double <laughs> doink? <laughs> uh, I was really happy to see the Bears not go any further. Thank you very much. He who would not be named who? <laughs> um, I'd also like to mention regarding London, uh, do you guys know, I heard a report somewhere that the Raiders did agree to play four international games, probably including London, uh, to get I guess the support to go and get a new stadium in Las Vegas. Do you guys know anything about that? I don't know what the validity is of that, but I've I've heard about that. Uh, Anyway, guys, say thank you so much, very, very much for everything you do. Loving your show. And I think by now you probably guys got my little late Christmas present. Hope you guys enjoy those. Uh, Raider Nation for life. This is Kevin the Raider Nerd. Thank you, guys. Good job, Kevin. Appreciate you calling the show. Appreciate the shirts, my friend. That is such, a, such an awesome gift, and uh, we are much appreciative of that. And, you know, before we get to some of Kevin's comments, after we re- react to his call here, Uncle Mosh, uh, Kevin is now made. Kevin is a made man. Kevin is a made man. He asked when he was here, he said, hey, so I'm going to be on the show, and I've called twice, so does, can I be made now? And I said, no. You got a call. So so Kevin called. So this is now his third call. He's he's lucky in a lot of respects. Cause cause I haven't forgot about the chair. <laughs> and he's and, in your spot. And the other thing is you don't ask about being made. Oh. So we make him call one more well, time? <laughs> absolutely not. Are you kidding? I'm wearing an awesome shirt he gave me. <laughs> so congratulations to Kevin for, for being made. And so we'll hit that oh. we'll, we'll 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 hit that music here. Um but what do you think, real quick, Mosh, before we do that, what do you think about the idea of them being uh the Raiders being on hard knocks and doing it from London if that were the case? I, I'm not a big fan of them doing hard knocks now. I want to. I want to wait. I want to see Hard Knocks in Vegas. Yeah, you know? me but, too, man. But 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 I, you know, the, the rules with Hard Knocks. Here here's the reason the Raiders will never be on Hard Knocks. Because you you they take a team that's not good. You can't be in the playoffs, right? Right. Right. Sorry, we're gonna be in the playoffs. Oh, so good there point. you have it. Good point. That's it. I'm done. That's enough, enough said. Done. Okay. You are a made man. You showed you are part of the family by participation. By chance, a man like yourself should make enemies, then they would become my enemies. 
showing you are a friend of Raiders Fan Radio. You have leapt across the line. Friendship is everything. Friendship is more than talent. It is more than the government. It's almost equal to family. Be loyal. Made man, Raider fan. Someday, and that day may never come, I'll call upon you to do a service for me. But until that day, accept this as a gift. And don't ever forget, words can hurt more, but silence can break hearts. All right, Uncle Mosh. So, hey, I got a, I got, I got a question for you. Hit me. And you don't know this is coming, and maybe this is something. And I'm gonna, def- in fact, I know I'm gonna defer to you and Aaron. I'm gonna defer to you and and, and Capo Q Dog to make this call. So Kevin joins the roster of made men that sounds like this: Jimmy Zebok, Johnny in San Diego, Chuck McCann, Ron in Ohio, the Dakota Raider, Aaron the Q Dog Raider, of course, uh, Red in Yakima, Jim on the East Coast, Yayo, Big Raider Trucker, Wyoming Raider, Diego in Georgia, Running Bear, Mojo. Raider, Junior in San Diego, Monster Mash Ken, Stephen Houston, Jesse in Kentucky, B-Dog in a Pasture, Max in San Diego, Patch now, uh, Al- Al- Alex in Tucson, Kevin the Raider nerd as of today, and Alberto, who is now Raider Beto in Los Angeles. My question, Uncle Mosh, is this. First off, congratulations. We are thankful for everybody that's on this list. Absolutely. But there's a few names on here we hadn't heard from in a long time. Do you? Oh. Can you get demoted? No. No, once you're no. on the list, that's no, it. No, 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 because because you know, we look at we look at Florida Raider, you know the 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 entity formerly known as Florida Raider. <laughs> okay, we didn't hear from 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 him for a while. But well, he just started listening to the show in 2018, well, uh, and I understand some of that. these guys have been on this list for and, like and, and, three you years. You asked me a question there, I hot dog. <laughs> you gonna let me answer? <laughs> Go herd some more cats. Don't touch anything. Okay, so my point is this. It's like a tattoo. You know? Okay. You can cover it up, but, but you know, made man for life, bro. Okay. All right. You know, we don't give it out. We don't, we don't give it out, you know. You don't ask for it, Kevin. We don't, we don't, we don't, we don't give it out lightly. You know, it, it, it comes with the whole respect thing. It's earned. Okay. But these, we don't know what the hiatus is. That's, we don't, okay. we don't right. know. We don't. We let Sonny go, you know. Yeah. But he's and he's welcome back at all times. Of course. You know he's got the open invite. Of course. So you know a made man. A made man. You know they got to step up when they got to step up. Okay. But they got to. So all so right. I got so so. Tonight, tonight we heard about. We heard from Kevin the Raider nerd. He talked about London. He talked about uh, all the comparison between. Belichick and Gruden, and he talked about Maylock knowing his role, and and uh, and then all of a sudden, eye patch pops on man, and he just—I mean—he killed it, killed it. You know, he, he, he and he, he talked about the hundred and forty-one million, <laughs> the, you and know, one and, extra the, game. and the, the debacle that was, and then all of a sudden he ends it with "shut the f up," right? <laughs> but so an unprecedented event. You know that that's going to happen tonight is a double sizzler. What? Yeah, Q Dog can't can't do it because Q Dog it's it's you yeah, know he he's, he's got his own segment. Yeah, 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 yeah. But tonight, tonight, I patch you and Kevin Raider nerd. Nice. You guys share the sizzler. 
Sizzler. Sizzler. Sizzler. Sizzler. Congratulations, Patch, and congratulations, Kevin. Double congrats to Kev on being a made man. Made man yeah. and a sizzler in the Proud same of you, night. Big guy, and thanks again for the shirt. Uh, you know what? That that might be the first triple crown. Oh, <laughs> it might be the first triple crown winner. <laughs> <laughs> nice, nice. We are Metallica, and we are here for your Oakland Raiders. You know why we are here, and we ain't playing around today. From The Walking Dead. To Aaron Jedi Knights, Raiders fans are a rogues gallery. Double sizzler. Double sizzler. All right, guys, uh, just a couple more things for you here tonight, and I promise none of them are lengthy breakdowns of draft picks from 1969. <laughs> I don't know what happened there, Mosh. Sorry. You know, you, okay, you, so look, so you try I, new things, and sometimes gotta, they don't work. You I got to give you props. Okay. You, you, you are, you're ate up with Raiders. Look yeah. at our background. Look at the look at the stuff. This is this is where you work. This is where you live. Yeah. You're ate up with the Raiders. Yeah. And and sometimes you you just get you you go down these these dark <laughs> holes, you go to these places <laughs> and you go, Wow, this is great. Uncle Mosh is gonna love this. Oh that Raider Nation and our guys everybody. We were all uh, there was a lot of people that ran and made sandwiches. <laughs> but then you turned around and you pulled a freaking sound bite. Of Al from a gazillion years ago, and you equated that to what's going on. So props to you. All right, thank you, you, you thank you, you, Mosh. You know, Babe Ruth struck out how many times? (laughs) That's right. Yeah. You know, so so, Reggie Jackson. So did Reggie Jackson. I had that. That was that was one of my numbers things one time. Yeah, you should. Yeah, we talked about that. So. You know that's that's you know what all you right. did all right. All right. You did I appreciate all right. that. Thank now, you, Mosh. And, and Thank you. if I could just keep my fat sausages <laughs> off the buttons, we might not reset every two minutes. <laughs> Let's talk about the playoffs. You, right. you, who did you pick last week? All right, so uh, I picked a lot of roadies last week. Yeah, you did. And you picked uh, three of the four, but you had them in the wrong had them in the wrong spot. So, uh, so I had the Seahawks who lost. Right. Right. So I missed that one. I had the Colts who won. Right. Uh, let's see. Who'd I, you have in the uh, the uh, Baltimore game? I had the Ravens winning at home, didn't yeah, I? Yeah, you yeah, sure did. And, and, and sadly, and they almost came back. They Old did. Lamar they Jackson, did. man. I, 21 years old, man. Ooh. He's, he's going to be something in this league. He's going to be a lot of fun to watch. Uh, but, yeah, I missed on that one. And then, but I hit on the other right. Did right, I, I right, pick right. the Bears losing? Right. Pick, yeah. Well, everybody in Raider Nation picked the <laughs> Bears true. losing. Right. And I wouldn't be able to, to retain the title of uh, Raiders fan <laughs> radio host if I picked the pick the dang uh, hey. you know pick the Bears or pick the Cowboys, which I wouldn't have picked them anyways. But but yeah. So hey, uh, cute cute dog <laughs> cute dog just said Babe Ruth struck out more than Mosh's ex wives. <laughs> <laughs> only only the capo can get away with that one. <laughs> That's hilarious. Oh my god. They were all idiots. <laughs> not a one not a one of them could pick a man to save their ass. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, oh my me. god. 
Oh, you're killing me. Hey, uh, hey, real quick while we're off the rails. <laughs> tell, speaking of idiots, tell tell our, our tell our listeners what uh, what Grandma Jenny used to say about her four kids. Oh my. <laughs> <laughs> this is the best, you guys. My grandma Jenny, Uncle my mother's mom. Yeah, she used to say, she goes, Oh my God, I gave birth to three jackasses and an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not telling you who's who. <laughs> so, yeah, so who's the idiot? Yeah, yeah, so who's the idiot? We used to vote on it. <laughs> Once a year, we'd vote on it. And one time, one of us got all nominations. That means somebody <laughs> voted for themselves. <laughs> oh my gosh, three jackasses and an idiot. Three jackasses oh and an my idiot. Gosh. All right, so Uncle Mosh, so uh, do you want to do a playoff update for us? Yes. Okay, so this week, you're going to choose again. Okay, I'm going again. All right. Two for two last week. You got the Indies at the at the Cheats. Well. You got the Horseshoes at the Cheats. Yeah, give me, give me, give me the luck. You know what? It took me uh, a few years to equate the fact that the team with the horseshoe on the side of its helmet has a quarterback named Luck. Uh, oh, Isn't you never fun? got that? No, but I, I did like... Like last year, and I have a buddy that's a Colts fan, and I go, "That's kind of cool." And he goes, "Dude, I never thought of that." Yeah, so there you go. So give me the Lux. Okay, you got the Lux. Yeah, okay, and I know, and I know that with with your infatuation for the Belichicks, you're that's a no brainer. And because also, oh, so let me bring this yeah, up. Yeah, so, so let's let's so, let's hit this one. Let's so let's go with the Belichicks over the name that won't be spoken. But I just want to say this: Did you catch how many people have that that's caught on with? We started that here. Yeah. We started yeah. talking about, and some uh, uh, Joseph Morales just typed the name. We don't type it e- either, Joe. Uh, but there is, there, is, there is names that we don't say. Yeah. You know, there's things we, you, you, you just don't do. And yes. so we've started this whole names that we will not say. Yeah. And it's caught on. It's yeah. caught on in the chat. It's caught on on the, with the callers, you know, talking yeah, about. Yeah, it's great. And I love it. I Heck love yeah, that. Man. It's, it's another another one of those trend setting things that we do. Absolutely. So and so speaking of the names that we shall not name, right? The quarterback that we shall not name right, that plays right, for right. that team, the the artist known formerly as the San Diego Superchargers. Sure. Okay, look, look. This is my opinion. I'm not telling you how to be a Raider fan. You be a Raider fan, however you be a Raider fan. And as long as you're a fan and you are passionate about our team, you are okay with us, man. Sure. This is not a condemnation of the way you choose to live out your fandom. But for my fandom, if you are rooting for the Chargers to beat the Patriots, you're doing it wrong. The Patriots are not your rival. The Chargers are your rival. You should hate the Chargers and the guy that plays quarterback more than the guy that plays in New England because the guy that plays in New England doesn't kick your ass twice a year. The guy that plays in with the white jersey with the one and the seven on it, that's the guy that kicks your ass twice a year. You should want to see him lose way before you want to see the other guy lose. I'm not telling you to not want to see the other guy lose. I get why you want to see him lose too, but when these two are matched up together, no, you want to see the freaking Chargers take a crap, not the guys from New England. Right, exactly. And you know, it's it's so funny. That's a perfect rant. That's a perfect rant, Murphy. And, and we just experienced that here in Tennessee. Because because all people that don't know this, and they'll and they'll be able to see it when they come here for the draft, but all the trees in Tennessee lean <laughs> towards the southeast because Alabama sucks. <laughs> And that's and that's for sure. 
So yes. you don't know how That's a many- bad word to some people's kids around here. You don't say Alabama. You don't say Crimson Tide. No, no, no. no. You no. know, the best thing about Alabama losing was that we didn't have to see the words Roll Tide on Facebook oh for gosh. days. Ridiculous. You yeah, know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, so, yeah, so it, it, it's, it's true. Okay. All right, all right. So, so, so yeah, that's me, a no-brainer. That's a, that's, yes, that's, give, me, that's, give me the Bella Cheats. The Bella Cheats. The Bella yeah. Cheats. Yeah. Okay, so I'm going to save this other one for last. So you got the, uh, you got the Cowgirls. Okay. Yeah. The cowgirl. <laughs> You're making the face. Yeah. The cowgirls are traveling. Yeah. All right. Are you going with the cowgirls? Are you gonna go? Where are you going? Well, it's the Saints, right? They yeah. got to go to the Superdome. No, 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 no. Philly's going to the Saints. Oh, Philly's going. To That's the why Saints. I was saving them. Oh, 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 oh. Yeah. Okay. So who's who do they got? I can't they read that. I'm I'm having an issue. Yeah, you're having. I got my and the I, Rams. My. The Rams. I mean, yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, so you throw it no, back no, no, like no. you knew. <laughs> I was trying to give it to you fast. Make sure you write that down so you can beat me. <laughs> I was trying to give it to you fast. One fifty-two. All right, no, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to throw that. I was trying to give it to you fast. I can't because I I got my you Al Davis on and everything. All right, so uh, so the, <laughs> the Cowboys got to go play the Rams. Give me the freaking Rams, man. I can't root for the Cowboys. No, I wouldn't no, no, root no. for them before they got that other guy that wears number 19. Now, well, even it, before that, I would root against the Cowboys, but especially now. And frankly, all right, so here's a good, fair, at least football analysis on it. I think that that de- that defensively, the Rams have enough to contain Prescott, and he's not going to be able to get loose on a natural field on the road. I think that it's too much for him. That, that He played brilliantly. I'll give him credit. He played great last week. I don't see him doing that on that, on the, on that turf in L.A. I don't, I don't exactly. remember grass in L.A. Exactly. In LA. All, right. All right. Let's go to your, to, your, to your favorite game. All right. The Eagles and the Saints. And, and, the I Saints. Know, and I, I'm, I'm with you on this one. I, I think I know where you're going. Yeah. Just because we want to see the story. I want to see the story. We want to see Brady Breeze, man. We want to see Brady Breeze. And, you know, I think that Philly is a nice story. And uh, I'm thankful for the game that they put together this last week. And I'm thankful that the game ended on the double doink. And oh, that, yeah, you know yeah, what yeah. I mean? That was great. Uh, and, and, and we definitely will, you know, celebrate that win against the, against the Bears. Uh, but man, I, they're they're playing too far over their head, and yep. the Saints yep. at home in that dome, they're crazy good. Speaking of Tennessee connections, Alvin Kamara is just amazing. That guy is just a stud, and you got the Hall of Fame quarterback back there, Drew Brees. It's gonna be too much offense uh, for the Eagles to deal with. So so give me uh, give me the Saints at home. All right, I got it written down. All right, let's move on. Let's 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 kill this thing. Let's put this baby to bed. All right, hit we- us with that. Uh- Raiders we, and pop culture. Welcome to the last segment of the night for, for everybody. Appreciate everyone sticking with us. And uh, last thing, you know, I've quickly learned, Uncle Mosh, that this is going to become my favorite off-season segment. Uh, oh, nice. Yes. Yeah, so for those of you uh, uh, that, that haven't heard us the last couple episodes, we had some uh, things that came up. Actually, this was your idea. There was a show called uh, Last Man Standing. Last Man Standing. And there was a Raiders reference. You just caught this. You were flipping around the channels and came across an episode that had a Raiders reference for uh, one of the guys in the show. So I, I dug it up and I played it. And I said, you know what would be kind of fun, Uncle Mosh, is to have a segment called Raiders and Pop Culture. Well, we'll roll uncover, you know, whether it be music or movies or television or games or whatever, uh, times when the Raiders have come up. And so, uh, so we did that one. And then I started getting a whole bunch of people sending me clips of oh, things, perfect. which has been great. So 
and I've watched all of them already, and they're awesome, and so keep them coming. So if you see the Raiders mentioned or referenced somehow in terms of a, of a television show or a movie or whatever, shoot that stuff to me, and I'll accumulate these things in this offseason. We're going to feature them one every week, and we'll call it Raiders and Pop Culture. So uh, our buddy Greg in Tennessee uh, who is my buddy, he's your kin, my, right? Yeah. You know what I my mean? Son-in-law. <laughs> my son-in-law. Yeah, my kin by marriage, right? Great guy, Greg. And so he heard this and sent us an amazing clip of Kenny Stabler hawking motor oil. I love it. Here's the new Pennzoil that saves gasoline. And Kenny Stabler, quarterback of the Oakland Raiders. New Pennzoil PZL. The Pennzoil that saves gasoline. That's right. You know the Pennzoil in this can? It really does help you go farther on a gallon of gasoline. And it saves you all changes, too. They call it Pennzoil PZL. I call it a winner. All right, there we go. There's Kenny Stabler hocking Pennzoil. So what you don't see in the... Because it, you can't see, because uh, you're listening to us. <laughs> uh, he th- it, it's an, there's like an El Camino, like driving away from him. And Kenny drops back and throws the... Uh, the can of Pennzoil, and it lands perfectly in a case. Oh, nice! Uh, yeah, in, in the back of the El Camino, and he's wearing his Raiders jersey, man. It's he's wearing his number twelve, and uh, so it's really, really cool. So, uh, so thank you to Greg for sending us that Raiders and pop culture. And Uncle Mosh, the cats have been herded. Uh, that's all we got for tonight. A busy, busy show. Thank you for hanging in there with us. I can't scroll up, but everybody in the chat, hardcore Raider, Oakland Raiders fan, uh, Chris Potts, Running Bear, Joseph Morales, Uncle Mosh. Who's that guy? Art Rodriguez, uh, Ron, I like it spooky, Bobby Wasabi, Stackanova, uh, of course, Aaron the Q Dog Raider, Stoned Raider, get some Doritos, bro. Uh, you, <laughs> lots, uh, Pirate 1975, Art Rodriguez, thank you to all of you that have joined us live here on, on, the, on the chat. Thank you for sticking with us through the early audio issues. We're going to continue to work this thing out. And uh, and so, yeah, that's that's all we got. Thanks for my kind of scatteredness early on. Uh, I get a little bit frazzled. I'm not a pro, so when things don't go right and uh, I have to produce the show and, and co-host the show at the same time, I get a little frazzled and, uh, and, and lose track on time. So thank you guys for hanging with me and hanging with us <laughs> through all of that. And uh, so with that being said, thank you uh, for your continued support of Raiders Fan Radio. And I'm out. I'm going to turn it over to Uncle Mosh. Oh, man. Well, for Murph and the herd of cats that we raided tonight, this is your old Uncle Mosh. And you've been listening to Raider Fans Radio, where we took a lighter side journey into the dark side. Remember, shut the F up. What started in (laughs) what happens in Vegas started in Oakland. Good night, everybody. God bless. They were all idiots. <laughs> not a one not a one of them could pick a man to save their ass. Who are you texting? My therapist. You text with your therapist? Text, video chat, call. Yep. That sounds too easy. How did you find her? I just went to betterhelp.com slash save. She's a licensed therapist and it's all online. I connect when it's convenient for me and don't waste time driving anywhere. Plus it's affordable. I wonder if I should try it. It's great to talk to someone in confidence. She's helped me sort out quite a few things. And right now you save 10% off the first month when you go through betterhelp.com slash save. Betterhelp.com slash save. Got it. Who are you texting? My therapist. You text with your therapist? Text, video chat, call. Yep. 
That sounds too easy. How did you find her? I just went to betterhelp.com slash save. She's a licensed therapist and it's all online. I connect when it's convenient for me and don't waste time driving anywhere. Plus it's affordable. I wonder if I should try it. It's great to talk to someone in confidence. She's helped me sort out quite a few things. And right now you save 10% off the first month when you go through betterhelp.com slash save. Betterhelp.com slash save. Got it. Driving plays a big part in driving the local economy. It helps us all get where we're going and creates good jobs close to home. At Synovus Energy, our refineries in Toledo and Lima are a reliable domestic source of gasoline, diesel, and jet fuel. Plus, more than 2,300 employees and contractors work for us here in Ohio. See how we're helping local communities move forward at synovus.com. Driving plays a big part in driving the local economy. It helps us all get where we're going and creates good jobs close to home. At Synovus Energy, our refineries in Toledo and Lima are a reliable domestic source of gasoline, diesel, and jet fuel. Plus, more than 2,300 employees and contractors work for us here in Ohio. See how we're helping local communities move forward at synovus.com.